contraption, bro, that simulates a dick suck. It's like a little, it's like a, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, exactly what you're talking so about. the homegirl posted, you know what I'm saying? I can't tell the whole thing on air, but I'm like, that made me think, why don't prostitutes just start renting sex toys? You ain't got to, <laughs> you ain't got to get your body up, you feel me? These niggas is perverse. Niggas Man. that buy pussy off the street, they mean, you know, a gentleman buys pussy, you know. Or oh, this is what they could do. From a, Go ahead. For a discount, the bitch can sit in the room and let you fill on her titties while you get your shit in, the, in her pocket. But you can't do no touches on her. That's prostitution. Oh, okay, okay. Or she she can sit she can sit in the corner and like milk her nipples or some shit like that. Hey, I know we live, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm I saying is. Just, I'm saying just like you know how you go skating, right? You go to the skating ring. Yeah. They're like, nigga, give me your shoes, like we get your skates. <laughs> But they got to have a little signature on that motherfucker. I'm saying the prostitute got a little backpack full of sex toys. You pull up on the stroll, and bam, what you want? You need some head? Okay, she pull out the machine, rent it to you. You know what I'm saying? Sign it over to you. You know what I mean? And then when you finish with it, you give it back. Does she charge a cleaning fee, or is it all in the service? I'm, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know what, <laughs> That's you what I'm gotta, saying, huh? <laughs> What I'm saying, innovate. We got to innovate, man. You got to get some disposable ones. You get <laughs> <laughs> Nigga ain't gonna, gonna rinse the motherfuckers out. Man. Shit. No good. Man, man, I wanna uh hold on. Man, I wanna welcome an esteemed guest to the show. Somebody who uh I know of. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And was a fan of before he came on the show. He reached out because he wanted to come, you know, come up here and be a part of what we got going on, man. Y'all give it up for Lonnie Burrell, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all, man. Yes, Hell sir. Yeah. Feels at home. Feel like home already with y'all, man. Oh man, it's all love, man. You know, I know your pedigree, man. I know what you. I know. I know the kind of talent you got, man. So we are gonna hop to it, man. I'm gonna ask you some tough questions. I feel like the more talented somebody is, the tougher the question should be because you're gonna get gold from it. You know what I'm saying? So yes, we're gonna sir. start with the simple shit. To these laymans out here who don't know who you are, explain to these niggas who Lonnie Burrell is, man. Man, wow. Lonnie Burrell is uh, a cool-ass nigga, you know what I'm talking about? Um, at the same time, I've done a lot of work out here that I've always been under the radar because I wanted my work to speak more than my mouth. You know, being in Hollywood, a lot of people uh, like to say what they do or what they've done to impress people. Yeah. And so I kind of like to... I always been the guy that I just want you to know Lonnie Burrell as a cool ass dude, man. You right. know what I'm saying? And then when they find out that I sing and they find out all the stuff that I've written and, and produced and all the tours I've done and you know, there are some people out there that do know. Yeah. Know, but, yeah. Um, to those that don't know, Lonnie Burrell is, is is a chameleon in the music business. Official. Okay. Certainly official. So look, yes, how was it growing up with a father who was an amateur boxer? Man. <laughs> Wow, I ain't nigga, how you knew know that. that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This nigga got hands. <laughs> this one of them niggas, he, he, man, he, he don't know. I know he got hands. Wow. But, I'm going like, his knuckles, man. Yeah. He done <laughs> through the drywall before at least twice. The nigga daddy was cold with them <laughs> hands, bro. You know, so I, um, you know Pops, I, I, I had a few uh, arguments probably over the course of my teenage years with him, man, because he wouldn't let me box. You right. know, my uncle, his my uncle Buddy, who you know, rest in peace. His older brother, he went a little further than 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 he did. Right. But my father, he was one of those guys that felt like he was protecting his sons from getting hurt. You know right. what I'm saying? But I felt like I was just a natural with with the hands. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
He'd have been a lightweight, that. right? Huh? He'd been a lightweight? Yeah, he'd tall, so he'd have been out there. Oh. And it's weird because I, I'm left-handed, but I fight. I, I fight right-handed. Right, right, I right, right. I fight right. southpaw, so. But yeah, 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 yeah. So I was an issue, but pops like, you know, he they would let me train a spar, you know, but they wouldn't let me go no further than that. And so it, it was that was frustrating because he definitely was whipping my ass. You know <laughs> 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 when he was with my ass, I said, "Ain't nobody gonna whip my ass when I walk out this door, man." You know, <laughs> but you know, just having you know older cousins and uh, and. You know, uh, uncles too that was in that field. You better learn how to get have them hands, boy. Man, yeah. man. And, and I was I was always smaller, so you know. But I was the one that wanted to jump on the bigger bigger guy. And know what that feel like when I was yeah. a kid. You know, what I'm saying I want to know what that feel like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's some ill stuff, man. I mean, shit. Yeah, your uncle. That's that's the one who uh, knocked out Floyd, Daddy, right? Yeah, yeah. damn. <laughs> Got the information, yo. Oh man, we know, man, we know, yeah, man. Buddy Burrell, man. Yeah, knocked out Floyd's daddy. Yeah, knocked out Floyd's daddy. Yeah, that's Charlie. That's Charlie Pops, right? Yeah, yeah, Charlie Dad. Okay. Man. Yeah, 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 definitely, that man. That was my guy. That was like my second father, right there, man. Man, what's your name, bro? Who'd you bring with you to the studio, that's man? My, that's my brother Brandon Williams, man. He uh, he got some podcasts in different rooms and okay. things that he got happening, man. He's from uh, from the south. Okay, I would have guessed Philly with the mustache, man. I got a mustache. Yeah, I'm a, I got a beard. It's, I got a mustache. <laughs> this is a Brandon, what's hey, Introduce yourself, fam. My name's uh, Brandon Williams. Sir. Brandon Williams. House of R&B. Okay, so House of R&B. Yeah, House of R&B. He run that. So okay, it's building, man. He's doing a great job. Hell yeah! Much respect, man. For real, man. So look, we gonna we gonna get to some more questions, man. Look, man, you definitely. You hit me with one I wasn't expecting. <laughs> man, you know, it's all love, man. I feel like when somebody is dope, a lot of times artists forget to uh, uh, really let people know who they are. You know, likability is everything. Up, so if a nigga know your story, I feel like you get more leeway on certain shit. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Man. And, uh, you know, because I'm a misunderstood nigga, man. I, motherfuckers man, don't care. me too, bro. So I try to tell my story so you know why I'm punching on a nigga or why something's <laughs> happening. Yeah, this ain't for no they reason. they want to say you crazy. Yeah, they want to say you crazy. If I'm, doing, if I'm going that far, you might want to look at it too. Yeah. Yeah. But self-defense don't never look like self-defense to yeah. other people watching. They just think yeah. you're tripping. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then, like, for us, one of the, when I, at my last job, this kid that I worked with, little, small little kid. Sixth grader beat up an eighth grader, and they took the motherfucker out of school and put him up in one of them prison schools just for defending himself. Right, and that's yeah, how they be man. doing niggas, man. So, but still, though, you can't be afraid to defend yourself at the end no, of the you day. You have to. You gotta take the consequences, yeah. of whatever that is. Hey. Yeah, most most definitely, man. Absolutely. So let me ask you a question, man. Can you remember a time as an artist where someone in this industry didn't do right by you? times what was, what was the first time where it was like some major shit where you was like wow i can't believe what the I fuck won't, i won't say the artist but and and you know it, it opened my eyes and let me know there's a difference between friendships and and businessmen and so a very uh well-known rapper and well-known artist that i i never really worked with the rapper you know what I'm saying? He came in on the session while we working and and I found myself, you know, vocal producing the artist that I always, you know, work for. 
um, and as we were cutting the record, I was changing melodies. You know what I'm saying? Right. You showing range. I'm, I'm like, nah, let's, do, change, let's change it now. You ain't, you don't, you you a good rapper, but you'll sound better singing this like this. Right. 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 So we changed it. Boom. 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 Next thing I know, about a month and a half later, the label went with it fast. You know what I'm saying? Say it again, the label what? The label went with it fast. They released it fast. Right, right. I'm hearing it on the radio the next thing I know, like a prior month later, you know. And I'm like, hmm, nobody called me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm supposed to, I kind of rewrote that, you know. So I had to decide at that point, like, now, do I kick some dust up, you know what I'm saying, about this? Or do I do I take the lesson? Like, what do I do? And I just said that won't happen again. You know what I'm saying? I knew the next time they tried it in another situation, I knew what to do at that point. You know? So what does an artist do in that situation? It's a bigger artist, and this artist could negatively affect their career if they speak up. How does an artist protect itself in that type of situation? You have to keep your integrity as a businessman um, and don't get in your, your personal feelings. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of artists that I've worked with over the years like, where, you know, I'm not that nigga, man. Like, I, hey, bro, we need to holler. Right. What's up? We need to take a ride, bro? What's good? Right, right. They just communicate with me. I have to play these games between management and attorneys so that, you know, everything is pure in what we're doing. But... You know, you keep working in this business, you f- you start to find out that they all are like that for the most part, and the pureness is rare. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, and when you want to defend yourself or somebody see you out in whatever is happening or the lies that's being told or, you know, the, the, the under-the-table deals that people play to politics, when you come to tell the truth and bust that up, they don't like you. So as an artist, what you think should be most important to an artist was... What you want or what's right? It, it, it's hard to balance because, yeah, it, yeah, because you know when you fight for what's right, sometimes you got to be careful who you're going against. And I just went, I just went through. You that. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you may have to do what's right for the time being, so that when you get in position, you can do what you want. And y'all know why I'm asking him these questions because if you look at his resume, I mean that's something that a nigga like I can I can answer because I've been doing this shit as long as he has. But if you've been in this game 15, 20 years, you done ran across some shit where your mind is like, wow, nigga, yeah. and to still yeah, be yeah. in the game Just, and, not, and not driving with a UPS like fuck that man. shit. It's, you know? it's, <laughs> man, it's it, it's some shit you can have PTS from. I tell you, you know, yeah. but just um. Understanding that if you're going to choose to call yourself a strong person, if you choose to be the strong, then you're going to bear the infirmities of the weak. You can't become weak. You can't let the weak pull you down, you know. And I've had strong, strong foundation and family and, you know, spirituality and and knowing God. And, and, you know, we don't always make the the best decisions. You know, some stories of me putting some hands on people in my life. But the older I get, man, I'm trying not to do that. I'm really well, the skinny like, nigga know. hits you. By the time you realize it's been about four, five times you've been hit. <laughs> your lip bleeding. You're on the ground. Like. 
And just not letting my loved ones down at this point. You know, I got nieces and nephews that are grown now. Yeah. And, you know, and just all of the business that I've built up to this point for me to take a moment and, and tear it down. You know, because some weak ass nigga want to knock me off my block. Like, you know, I got to I gotta be more wise than that. You know, protect and there and there's some niggas who are the weak or who are the weak ass niggas and they don't know it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. And, and, yeah, you know. it's a lot of people that that are not self aware, bro. Man, yeah. you know they just subconsciously just out here tearing shit up. Yeah. <laughs> How important has Kelly Rowland been to your career? Man, that's that's my sister. She um she helped. She gave me a culture shock. You know, taking me on many tours internationally and just even bringing me to, to the kings kings and queens tables and showing me the game, showing me, telling me the rules, right. how to talk, right. how to eat, how to sit, you know what I'm saying, beyond the music. And then when then we get in there in the studio and I'm pushing her and she get mad at me, she's stepping out on me, you know, she, <laughs> she want me to stay off my phone and things like that. But we, you know, we brother and sister and we got a lot of work done, the magic that happens when we come together, bruh, is like, it's so organic and effortless. It just, you know, it just is what it is. And to this day, I'm proud of her. That's my sister. You know, she finally uh, is, you know, living the life that she wants to live and has her kids. And, and I thought I was going to be able to get her back in the day. I didn't know how it was going to happen. <laughs> I thought for sure. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to, I don't know how I'm going to knock Kelly, man, but man. I had plans, man. No, you know how many phone calls I would get about that, man. And, and so many people, I'm like, yo, bro, you know that's my sister for real, right? Yeah. Like, you, this is weird, you know what I mean? Like, don't do that to me. Yeah, she's But good. she, you know, so many people, so, so many of the homies, nigga, what's up, you with Kelly? What's up, where Kelly at? Where <laughs> hey, man, stop asking where my sister at, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> so how did y'all meet? Like, how did that happen? Man, uh, you know, I'll never forget. I was uh, actually leaving Ruben Stutter. I was touring with him for a while. And I did was, a nigga really stutter? Or is that just his last name? <laughs> Do he really be yeah, yeah, yeah. stuttered? <laughs> oh, come on, dog. Ah, and um, I had just got back to LA from touring with him for a couple years, and and uh, just one, just figuring out what I want to do back in LA. And I never forget uh, Kim Burst, who's you know she's done a lot of work in the game. Destiny's right. Child, J Lo, the list goes on. Sierra, she called me. She said, Lonnie, I need you. I said, what's up? She said, I got Kelly in rehearsal for a tour. Um, I need you to come and I need you to sing the male, the bottom, the tenor, but I need you to get the vocals right. Right. I'm like, damn, all right. Well, she, fly, she flew me to Texas, Houston. I go straight into rehearsals, bro. Like the second day uh, Kelly came in, I had maybe one day with the vocals and then I had to let somebody go. And uh, oh, yeah, to fire somebody, <laughs> bring somebody in that I thought you know could get it done. Um, and you know, having those positions, bro, people really hate you, yeah. You know, what I'm saying like I've had those positions on tours where I had to let go of musicians or singers or be in studio sessions and say, This ain't this writer ain't gonna work or this beat ain't hot. And you just being honest, man, and people get. They hate you for it, man. But, you know, so I, I'm in Houston and Kelly comes in. and You ever did that to somebody who ended up blowing up after? Like, this motherfucker ain't hot. And then two years later, he got a 
Mm-mm. No, okay. <laughs> okay, no, okay. All right, for sure. Because, nah, you know, even Rick James uh, tried out for Parliament, yeah, and be- George Clinton, <laughs> and it was like, nigga, Rick, this nigga's trash. Who is yeah, this nigga? Nah. <laughs> like, we got Boosie, man. We good. Yeah, we got Boosie <laughs> Collins. We good. Yeah, it's, um, I, I just was, like, ecstatic to work with her. You know, I always yeah. was a fan of Destiny's Child and my cousins. And extended family, they always played in, in a band. Right. Ben, Bennett Pay singer, you know, um, whose mother is, uh, whose her maiden name is Burrell. Right. Um, he played for Destiny's Child and Brandy, and you know, I come from a musical family, so it was like my turn finally to work with Kelly, and, and uh, she came in and she was like, "You remind me of my brother," and I said, "Well, you remind me of one of my sisters." Real talk, like you look just like one of my sisters, and. She's like, no, I'm dead serious, too. I said, me, too. She said, well, you my brother. I said, well, you my sister. That's dope. And I never, she laughs at it now because we were so young. And she said, well, I'm going to take care of you like Brandy take care of Ray J. Yeah. And and she did, bro. Damn. She did, man. Like, she really did. That's yeah. fire. That's dope. Yeah. 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 I, wonder if, I wonder if she remembered me because I tried to holler at Beyonce at Roscoe. <laughs> <laughs> like in 2001 I really shot my shot <laughs> Kelly was standing right behind her and shit. I don't wanna, she might you she know. might man it was right when Survivor when Survivor was like yeah yeah it was like yeah, right around I that actually time would, I would be at their video shoots and all that stuff man especially when they when they uh, got with Destiny Fulfilled right she went uh-huh. back after she did her solo thing and then she called me. She was like, "I miss you, bro." And I was like, "I miss you too, sis." Yeah. So she fl- she flew me to uh, London, and I stayed out there with them for like probably about two three weeks on the Destiny's Fulfilled tour. And, and me crazy. and Beyonce worked in the studio out there, and and uh, so we it, it started something that uh, that is all on paper now. Yeah, you know? so it's a that, blessing for sure. That's fire, man. So I, so I noticed something looking at the bio, man. I see a lot of co-writers, right? Yeah, yeah. And so knowing the industry, I had to ask this question, man. Do bigger names bully you into accepting that co-writer credit for music that you wrote and produced yourself? They do sometimes. They do sometimes. And I'll never forget, like, one of the biggest records, biggest singles I wrote, I was a part of, I was the rookie. You know what I'm saying? So you got all these egos fighting and management and attorneys and you know underlying deals that we don't know about they got to come in with this much and well i did this much though you know and so they sometimes they they may threaten to take the song off or you know if you believe that much in your song though right. i've seen some people say no nah, i ain't giving you nothing um, give my shit back <laughs> you know what I'm yeah but and at that point the artist got to make a decision do you have a bigger record than that so you know, but they, they will try to bully you, man. And some of them actually will try to just straight up take it from you, man. All of it. Man. Yeah. Who tried to bully you? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> they tried. <laughs> and when I was a rookie. Yeah. Yeah, well-known blood. Yeah. And, and I'll keep his name off the off the book, but a, a well-known crib made a call. Right. When he found out, you know, the foolishness was happening. Right over this kids publishing that has nothing to do with the streets. Right, you know what I'm saying. So that was my first little situation, and it went on for for about two years. Man, but um, but I let him know I wasn't going nowhere, and he wasn't getting shit from me. Right, right, you know? right. Um, and you know we was able to squash it. We, we kind of see each other and don't really speak to this day. He an OG, you yeah. know. But uh, 
it is what it is. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, it's a wild industry, bro. That's some Man, wild shit. Yeah. Man, <clears throat> do you have to be selfish to be successful in the music industry? I I say you don't have to be selfish to become successful. You have to be, you have to be a little selfish to become rich or wealthy because most of the ones that are getting the money <clears throat> they getting the money off of what you don't know right you know mm. I can sign all of y'all right now some stuff y'all don't know it's not my job to teach it to you right. I'm just trying to get what if I want to sign this show and, and there's some some things you might not know and I'm not gonna tell you well I'm coming in as a businessman and what happens is when two friends do business like that and then one friend find out, you ain't tell me this. Right. But but it, you got to separate the businessman and the friend. But a lot of people don't know how to do that. Man. You know, and that's tough too. Man. You think it's your boy. You know what I'm saying? So, so who do you think the onus is on? You think that's more on the the person that's that's not being informed or the, the one that's already informed? Because I, I would think that it would be the person that that needs the information. Man, I'll just tell you, like, <clears throat> on a lot of projects that I'm on, like, if it's on paper, you know. Like, if you see how much I've done on some of these projects. For a long time, I didn't know that I was A&R projects, right? Right. I'm just being me, calling this person, calling, we over here at the studio, come through. Nigga, we got a hot joint, come through. Mm. Yo, yo, come through, the tank, come through. Hey, CB, come over here. We, Trey, we over here with the... And... I didn't know if somebody was getting all the A&R credit for what I was writing, producing, and bringing. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm just hanging with my home. Right. Not getting the points I deserve, just getting my publishing, getting paid as a vocal producer, but nobody's telling me until Snoop told me one day, like, nigga, I know who you are. I know how to use you, cuz. Ain't nobody want to give you your credit. You an executive, cuz. You a producer. You a, you an A&R. Right. I'm going to give you your credit. He said, you Jimmy Iovine. I seen you before. You Dr. Dre, cuz. Right. And I was like, word? Man. And I kid you not, Every since that day, everything me and Snoop have done, and we still going. Executive produced by Lonnie Burrell, Snoop Dogg, right. and r by Lonnie Burrell. Like, he giving it to me, you know? That's um, That's dope, yeah. And a lot of the artists today now, you know, I'm getting what I deserve. But yeah. A lot has been taken from you, man. man. <laughs> the shit you got to give up, man, is crazy. Yeah. All right, so look, what's a rumor about you that ain't true? Man, it's uh, I, 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 you know, I, I have to give the most recent that I heard. Um, I heard that Buster Rhymes choked me out at a pool party. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> right, that's the most recent one I heard about. The, the other ones I can't remember because they probably dead it. But um, yeah, that's the most recent one I heard about. <laughs> Somebody said Buster Rhymes choked me out, man. I, so what? What is that? Said, my nigga's good. Like, we don't, we don't know. Now you would have heard about that, right? 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 <laughs> definitely. Yeah, like, definitely. So, so what, what they said he did? What pool was it at? I don't yeah, know. Like, that's um, I, this is a Dorsey pool. I heard it was at a at a pool party. Now I do recall, you know, me and Buster being at a pool party some years ago when you know Polo the Don used to have some fire parties, and right. hosted by Mr. Child. You know, yeah. he, he he was gonna do it. 
So, you know, we all showed up. I know I, I remember a pool party that I was at with that, but uh, never Buster choking me out. Of, yeah. We went to a pool party together and left together. You right, know, right, uh, that's the, the the most recent one I've heard about, but uh, you what? know that's that's definitely never happened. We brothers, me and Bus brothers. Yeah, so so I'm on that new album too. You yeah. know, I'm singing on a joint called "Don't Go" featuring Q-Tip. So okay, yeah, check oh, that out. Yeah, I like Bus and Q-Tip together, man. Yeah. Are you a member of Flip Mode Squad? Man, I was. Yeah. I was, man, and, and and I'm still an honorary. You know, um, like I said, if I call Bus right now, you liable to answer. He's here in L.A. Yeah. We get together. We we meet up different times. You know when we can. Um, it actually, I was I was dead he, when I came. It was the beginning of the conglomerate. Right. So it was like Flip Mode going into the conglomerate. So a lot of it said Flip Mode because I was that early in the game. You know, right. way before Deuces or anything like that. But when me and when me and Bus got together, it was. Um, he wanted to work with Jamie Foxx. You know right. what I'm saying? I was already working with Chris Brown and Jamie Foxx at the time. When, you know, I'd done Wanna Be with Chris and and um we did strip together, which uh Kevin McCall came around around that time. We started working on that mixtape. Um and you know, Seventh Street it came a- along as well where the Chris Brown camp was going. I was working there, then I was working in the Jamie Foxx camp. So I got a call from Jamie, he was like, yo, I'm up here with Bus, and I already knew Bus, you know, from various occasions, you know, all these tours, all these studio sessions I've had to do, <laughs> and Jamie's like, yo, I need you to write this this, this hook in my verse, Bus want to do a joint with me, so Bus is playing me the joint, produced by Siege Monstrosity, hopefully he, he put <coughs> this out one boy, day. Siege. Yeah, ask Siege about it, man, it's, it's a record Siege called Bottle a- For Her, Okay. but when I got there, I said, man, let me call my boy Jado, you know what I'm saying, and uh, Jado. yeah, that's that's my that's my writing partner for the last 16, 17 years, my business partner, um, we got a new company called Not For Hire, but I called him in, and I said, man, we gotta, we gotta do something for Fox, man, he got there, Jado met Bus. And we did what we do, man. I, I got in the booth, me and Doe going back and forth before you know it. Jamie verse there, the hook there. Buster do his verse, Jamie get on there, you know. So from there, Buster's like, man, I like how y'all boys rock, man. Like, Is come he back. really energetic like that yeah. person? He's like, oh, he's like, oh, 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 yo, oh, oh, yo, oh. Yo, yo. <laughs> Yo, this nigga just came in here and just the most yo, he called his, his family and he was just you know he was ecstatic he wanted us to come back and we still me and Jado started going back and and Bus actually had offered me a deal cause I was I was actually writing in, in the studio with him and and laying the demos because I was singing them, right? And then he would get different features and stuff. So, and a couple records he would keep my my vocals on there. And so he offered me a deal, and then then he offered Jado a deal, right? And, and so the the conglomerate started forming. Uh, <coughs> Siege was around. Uh, Nikki Greer, you know, uh, OT came after I uh, I ended up leaving the conglomerate. And that probably was the only argument me and Bus ever had. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I, we had an argument that he was in New York and I was in L.A. was over the phone. And, and you know, sometimes you're going to have the differences and in, in arguments. And, and so it took us probably about a year and a half to get cool. <clears throat> but we never had no 
physical altercation or like in your face argument but right. uh once we got back cool you know we was back rocking you know and that was about eight years ago probably seven eight years ago when we got back rocking took a year and a half off just you know to mature on both ends because right. we both his his birthday is the, is may 20th right i'm may 19th oh man you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah definitely. And so i always knew we the same and so but we good we brothers man and i, I thank him for the journey and and uh, we still work together sometimes. You right. know, he, he called me last year, the end of last year when Extinction Level Event 2 came out. He said, yo, Playboy, I ain't know he was in town. I said, what's up, boss? I'm laying on the bed watching TV, watching the Lakers play. And he said, I need you to get to the studio in like, like 40, 30, 45 minutes. I'm like, where you at, nigga? You here? He said, yeah, the new album about to come out. And you on it. Oh, man. This was like the end of last year, you know. Mm-hmm. Got dressed, got there, and... Jado, everybody, all the conglomerate there. It was like, you know, a family reunion, man. And and so he played the whole album before it came out. And, it, it, man, it's, it's nothing but love going on right now. You yeah, know? the album is fire. Yeah, yes, sir. Appreciate so what's the big we'll, So we'll take Kelly Rowland and, and Busta Rhymes, right? Because those seem to be like staples in your career. Yeah, for sure. What's the most important thing you learned from Kelly? What's the most important thing you learned from Busta? Hmm. Most important thing I learned from Kelly, um, she gave me so much, man. <laughs> I, I learned loyalty, that there are some people that care about you in this, in this industry. Right. You know, she, uh, she gave me so much wisdom. She taught me how to sit at the king's table. Right. And how to become one, so. You yes. never shot your shot, man. Nah, man. You know what's crazy? Like, even when she would go on dates, we was brother and sister to the point where she like, bro, I'm getting ready to go out with this person. Meet me here. Or right. can you ride with, ride with us? Because she have a driver and stuff. Like yeah, that. So yeah. I actually was, I spoke at the at her wedding, you know, as her brother. Oh, wow. Yeah, at the table, bro. So. That, that's that's how deep for it goes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my sister, man. To the end. <laughs> one one famous chick you smash. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's one, man. Come on, I know you got it. Damn. That, I don't know if I can let that one go. Oh, they out there. Or one they you, out there. One, <laughs> you, nah, you know, I can't, they, they, they fuck with me for staying, keeping it a secret. You know, one you shot your shot at, but she did. She turned you down. She wasn't fucking with you. She gave you a gander. Was like, ah, oh, nah, he too small. A famous person. <laughs> mm. You know what? I, I'm the one that don't really give the chick that opportunity of of my vulnerability, bro. Like, okay. because I grew up with three sisters. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I would grow up and they friends coming over and, and our female cousins to hang with them. And I would just hear how the females was talking, bro, like right. about niggas. Right, right. So I would always say, nah, that ain't going to be me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That ain't going to be me. So yeah. I never really, like, you got to give me some type of rhythm. Let me know I can shoot that shot. And if you don't, then, because women choose. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm not finna. If you don't recognize what this is, then then you ain't for me. Man, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm with you, but I done knocked a few that wasn't with it at first. It just took <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It took you know. What I mean? Nah, you yeah. know what's crazy though? <laughs> I done knocked a few that wasn't with it at first yeah. until they found out who the fuck I was. Oh, yeah. Or I see. Wait, hold on. That was the nigga I was just talking to. That's him up there doing that shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wait, hold on. Wait, he don't. He back there letting people. I need to know him to get back there. Like, uh, wait, hold on. He telling the security. <laughs> yeah, and and then the the conversations change. It's like, yeah. but but I let him know. Like, nah, I seen you already. How you want to fix that though? You know what I'm saying? That's hilarious. Is there anything that? You, you've done in the industry that you regret like i need, i wish i could take that shit back yeah talk about it dating chicks in the industry right mm, yeah yeah that you actually want to help you know you're trying to help them and they you realize you're dating takers over years right takers and they just want to assume your relationships and your identity. Man. Until they feel like they've gotten everything to get to the next place. And right. They, so I, I regret industry chick, chicks draining me, you know, mm. but I was being pure in everything that I gave, you know, and then didn't realize I was in competition with somebody. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 people, you know, that's one of the things, your resources, man. People think that your relationships are theirs because they know you i don't crack yeah you man and then it's like you know when you break up with them and all they know in hollywood is your friends right and they want to <laughs> try to go make you look bad and not tell the full truth for the matters and right you know and act victim act like the victim when they you know been doing some shit yeah but i've gone through that you know what i'm saying more than once in the industry just being a, a good guy you know what i'm saying and Trying to help them with my connections and take them here and take them there because we're a team, right? You right. know what I'm saying? And so in my younger years, it was like I was so pure that I allowed so many people to take from me. Right. But I was willing to give anyway because I'm a, I'm a giver. A king always come bearing gifts. Definitely. So you don't have to manipulate me. You don't have to lie to me. You don't have to play these games. You could just say what it is you, you was thinking from the jump. Right. But so many people, man, they just, that's what it is. So I just regret that and not protecting myself more. Right. But I'm good. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so the song you did, More Than a Game, right? It was some it was a, it was some monsters on there. Charlie Wilson, Faith Evans. Yeah. JoJo, Jordan, Spock, Sparks, and Marianne. I don't know who Steve Russell is. Steve Russell from Troop. Oh, from Troop. Oh, from us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm driven. He's a big songwriter, too, man. Yeah, yeah. a world thing going on with that track. Man. How did that track come together? What did you do? You wrote that? I was one of the writers on there. And, you know, we always would, me and, I have to say, Tank, before anybody, before Kelly, before Buster, like, Tank was the guy that started me writing and vocal producing and, and it was just one of them days where I pulled up on Tank. I right. said, where you at, man? I'm at the studio over here, too. I'm about to pull up. Get there. It's going on. I'm seeing all these artists sitting. All of them weren't there yet. And he like, come in here, man. We just started this joint. So I just heard it. Jumped on in there. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, I, okay, right. that's dope. I gave what I gave him. 
You got the record, man. Man, you know. man, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Damn, Tank. I know Tank must be dope to work with, man. Man, he, he came out of shirt. Nigga, yeah, he gave me. Now let me tell you. Let me tell you what's crazy because, like, Tank taught me a lot of stuff that he didn't never had to teach me. You know, uh, he kind of cloned himself in creating Lonnie Burrell because he he got tired of vocal producing. So me and him would write together. When I came home, I, I used to live with John P. Keith for about three years. John P. Keith. That's a gospel. Yeah, yeah. So from like 18 to 21, I lived with him, and I was touring with him the whole world. Yeah. You know, and I came back to L.A., and I had made, met Tank in them years. <clears throat> so when I got back, I called him, and he just said, like, pull up to the studio. Right. So I started writing for, for Tank, writing with him, and learning his ingredients and his formulas. He was teaching it to me. Right. That's dope. And he would go on tour. He would have to go do shows and stuff and say, all right, Lonnie, look, we, I, this artist and this artist want to cut these songs. I need you to cut them. I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? I can't do this without you. He's like, nigga, yes, you, yes, you can. You got it. Because he used to have me at the board with him. And he like, I, when I get back, I'll fix it if anything needs to be fixed. I'm like, all right, cool. So that's how I started learning how to, he just would throw me in the fire with artists. Right. The format was there because me and him put it there. You know? Right, right. And so I just had to get his approval. So he would come back in and he would change little stuff here and there. And I would learn what he was changing and why he was doing that. And that's how the first four songs, four, four placements I ever got came out on Dave Hollister Real Talk album. I did four songs on there because we were actually... Well, well which one? That's the one that came out, what, 2000? That's 2003? Yeah. That's what... That sorry running into you. Yeah, that I'm actually singing on a song on there that they didn't put my credits on, right? I didn't realize back then yeah. neighboring rights and, and asking for your credits and all these things. I was just just, you know, happy to rock with my brothers. And so it's a song on there called Please Tonight. Yeah. Where me I'm I'm one of the writers on there, but I'm I'm singing with Dave and Tank on there, right? And, and actually, Dave at the end says, "I need I need a little more help." Lonnie helped me sing, so yeah. I come in at the end. I'm like 22 years old, bro. You hear how young my voice yeah. is, and everything. <laughs> and so I was just excited to to be a part of that process. But even in that process, Tank came to me because I thought I was writing for Tank's album. This was after One Man came out. And, and he didn't know what was happening with Black Round, and it was like delays in his next project. So we ended up selling all the songs that we was doing today. Oh. And Tank ended up doing like over half of that project, but I was on four of them because I worked with Tank so much. And he came to me and he gave me an envelope. And I was like, what's this? He said, that's your writer's fee. Anytime you place a song, you should get a writer's fee. I just put the envelope in my pocket. I was like, oh, man, I appreciate that, bro. Man, I got it in my car, bro. <laughs> that nigga gave me some bands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no little bit. Right. And I'm like, and I'm sitting there like, yo, that dude did not have to teach me that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So i always just been a pure person, you know, since day one, and I've had people like that. There are guys like that in the game that will teach you. Everybody ain't out to get you, and I, so I knew that starting out. So when I started going through all the stuff that I went through, it wasn't like I didn't know that there was some pure people in the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shout out to Tank, man. That's, yeah, yeah, we went. He gave me my first number one, and please don't go. And and um, you know, we got so much together. Yeah, yeah, it's me and Tank. 
It was me and Tank, and then um, <laughs> uh, that had two Grammy nominations, and then we had we had a Grammy nomination more than one with Under as well. Pleasure P, that's me and Tank, along with with the camp. So yeah, like man, me and Tank. If you go look, even on Kelly Rowland's album, they did a song called The Show. You know, I called Tank in, you know, and he, he I, we did another one called Ghetto with Snoop on there. Mm-hmm. They let you know we was all rocking back then, you know, yeah. so, to this day. So, yeah. So how'd you hook up with Pop Smoke? Man. Man, you make me have to put my shades on with uh-huh. that one, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, um, man, that's crazy. That's like the, that's a special record in my catalog because I met Pop Smoke, right? I met him once. But for some reason, me and him spent like 10 minutes of time together. And it was, was that 2020, Dot? I think so. Yeah, yeah. January 2020. Yeah. Fe- was it February? February 2020. Yeah, February. And <coughs> so 2019, going into 2020, right? I'm in Miami. And I had heard it, heard of Pop Smoke, right? And he was new still. And he had some mixtapes out, but I'm more of an R&B head. You got to be really dope to catch me. But I heard his voice. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, well, who is that? <coughs> Get to Miami with Jamie. We had to do a performance for New Year's or something like that. And and we finished. Everybody want to go to Puff House. Get to Puff Crib about 3, 30, 4 in the morning. You know what I mean? He ain't got no clothes on. Puff naked as well. <laughs> He walking around with his robe on, you know. It's sexy, man. It's a puff party. You know? It's yeah, a diddy the party. Man when it comes to that. And so, of course, the crowds are trying to get in. It's crazy yeah. at the gate. Man, I can't even tell you how I, how we got in there and slipped through. They made sure that we got in there. Right, you know? right. Um, the crews that we rode with. <laughs> they made sure we get we get where we need to go. But I'll never forget, man. Um, Diddy started running around playing that pop smoke joint. And I seen Pops. I said, oh, that's him. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm chilling. Me and Big Percy. We chilling. It's light-skinned Big Percy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big Percy. We chilling. We having a ball, you yeah. know? And Bottles Unlimited is sexy. And so, all of a sudden, Big Percy is talking to Pop Smoke's manager. And Pop Smoke is right there. Right. We We actually was on the move, though. Right. For some reason, Pop Smoke and his mans walk out front with us. The sun is up, man. It's like 7 in the morning. Right. So they like, Percy like, man, y- y- y'all need to get together, man. I said, man, that was your record that, that Diddy was playing? He said, yeah, man. I said, man, what, what's, what is that? He was talking about the woo. He said, it's coming out soon. Mm. I'm like, man, I, I said, bro, I'm going to just tell you this. You know, it, I don't really be a hip-hop head like that but there's certain ones that you got a distinct voice i said i'm looking forward to hearing whatever you gonna do next he was like where he's like where you from man i said i'm from la bro he said man i'll be out there i said well, dog we need to get together man like i would love to be a part of whatever you gonna do next and he said man word word let's get together right i said well, let me know nigga. i'll be out there it's january 1st so I, he left an impression on me. I, I'll never forget getting on the plane, telling everybody, like, man, this dude pop something, pop something. They're like, pop smoke? I'm like, yeah, pop smoke. Pop, I'm, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I'm like, man, the dude left an impression on me, man. The spirit was right. 
you know, I'm looking forward to working with that guy, seeing him at the awards, seeing him in the future, wherever I'm going to run into him again. Next thing I know, man, he came to L.A., right? And he gone. Damn, he got him in L.A.? Man. I was tripping, bro. I, I was sitting at the crib when I got the call, and I'm like, I'm just reflecting on the whole conversation with me and him. You know what I'm saying? Like, like damn. Then I said to myself, I ain't even going to get to be on a part of the project. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He, he gone now. Yeah. And, man, I, probably about two months later, man, I'm sitting at the crib. And my man, R.D., Wires Only, he called me and said, yo, I'm with Fox. Needs you to come and he got it. They, they want to do something on his pop smoke. I'm like, what? I'm thinking he just want me to vocal produce when I get there because everything there. I get there, they like, nah, they want a verse from me. What I do, the same formula. Jado, <laughs> get yeah. over here. Let's do what we do, bro. Yeah, that's dope. And I couldn't believe it when I left there. It just, I was like, wow. My nigga said he wanted to get with me. Uh, and got with you. And he got with me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's that's right. Right. He got with me, bro. Yeah, yeah. That, that's big in music. <laughs> Man. You yeah. don't understand in relationships, bro. I that's said, bro, big. you keeping promises to me from another dimension? That ain't <laughs> never. <laughs> Pop Smoke was that boy, man. Yeah, yeah. And he is that boy. So what has Jamie Foxx meant to your career? Man, <laughs> that's big bruh, you know. That's big bruh for real. Um, he put up with me. He put me in position at a young age, you know. Been his musical director, his vocal producer, his songwriter, you know. Um, and he's trusted me, you know, at times when I don't even have to be on stage with him to vocal coach him and and he's taken great care of me over the years bro he showed me how i should be taken care of on many levels um and then too as a big brother like he watched me grow up and watched me grow he right. really watched me and allowed me to make some mistakes under him <clears throat> to where people that might cut you off you know or replace you or you know put you in certain boxes he never did he just continued to allow me to grow um, always forgave me, always talked to me when he don't give a lot of talk to people, man. He don't, right. you know, he don't give himself to people like that. But um, I'll never forget, and, and I'm sure he wouldn't mind me telling this story because, you know, sometimes you wonder how much people care about you. Right. And I'll never forget, man, I was going through some some bullshit and with an ex that had lied on me. There's another rumor that an ex had lied on me. You know, because she couldn't reach me. She panicking, saying he's going to kill himself, all this stuff. And yeah. the next thing you know, I'm asleep, bro, because I'm not, I turn my phone off. You know what I'm saying? I'm sleeping in my crib. The police come climbing through my window. Oh, mm. What the <laughs> fuck? That's what I woke up and said. What the <laughs> fuck? And Jamie got word. Tyron Turner told him. He ate. Tyron lived in my building at the time. This was like. This came from this Minnesota was, Society hey, talking about yeah, it. This was know. probably like hey. 2006, 2007, right? Mm -hmm. I had just left Jamie. We was out hanging all night, you know what I'm saying? One of them movie nights, having a good ass time, faded. Thank God we made it. Yeah. Yeah. And so he got word that I was in there, found out where I was at. Came in at 11.30 after visiting hours. I had been there since. 
probably like 9.30 in the morning. Damn. And so he came in there and said, hey, man, y'all got the wrong one in here. Yeah. I started hearing in the facility. I said, I said Jamie Foxx here. I said, Jamie, who are you up here for? I'm like, I wake up like, what? He did? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I said, I was out of there, bro. And, and uh, in a matter of hours after he left. So, That's dope. But, That's uh, big. That's he's big. always had my back in that way. Um, my first private jet rides and... He done got me used to a lot of stuff by now, but, you know, just uh, always uplifting me and having my back to the fullest, man, to this day. <laughs> Shout out to Jamie yeah, Foxx. That was yeah. the first celebrity I met when yeah. I was 11. I was bad as a motherfucker. They thought I was going to be this gang-banging-ass kid, right? And um, I was in this. I went to this church, and the pastor, the youth pastor, his best friend was a writer on A Living Color. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they was like, look, nigga, if you stop getting in trouble and you bring your <laughs> grades up <laughs> and you focus on playing ball, uh, if your grades is cool, I'll take you up to Living Color and, and let you meet some of the people on the show. And at that time, Living Color was, it was, that was the best nigga. What? Yeah, yeah, man. So I got my grades up. I did what I was supposed to do. So me and my boy Dion, Diasi, if you're watching, Dion, what's up, man? We both got our shit together, and we went up there, and they assigned me to hang with Jamie for the whole day. I was with Jamie for eight hours, mm -hmm. and my boy was with David Allen Greer for eight, for eight hours. <laughs> he'd, go, he'd go change, come out. We'd be bagging on each other. You know, I mean, He's the reason that I do comedy. I, I always wanted to run into him and let him to see if he remembered me, but I spent that whole day, bro. We was just roasting niggas. He probably was like 21 at the time, 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So shout out to Jamie. If you're watching... You know what I'm saying? He I know you remember might, me because yeah. I lit I lit his ass up that day. And he told me he, this is the first time I heard this roast. That nigga told me that my dick was so small when I pissed the the, the it can't it bounced off my nuts. <laughs> he told me that I took that roast and used it at school, nigga, for years. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Jamie, man. You you definitely inspired me to do this comedy, man. So uh, much love and respect, B. Uh, okay. Um, what else you got for me before I get out of here, man? man. Yeah, yeah, you got to be out here at 4.30, man. Nah, man, I just want to thank you for coming to the show, man. Um, I know it was something else that we wanted to talk about yeah, and, and clear the air on, man. So we we did. Yeah, okay. We kind of did. did. We kind of did. You know what I mean? Right, sure. And shout sure. out to Chris Brown, man, my brother. You know, my that's my partner right there, too. That's little bro. So, it, like, when you think of Lonnie Burrell, man, it's, it's, it's definitely four artists that, that are staples in my career. And... You know, you definitely got to say Tank and Kelly and Jamie and Chris Brown. You know, um, without them, man, like, that's my family. You right. Know? And to the end, to the end, to this day, I pull up to Chris' crib without calling him. Security say, who that? It's Lonnie. Oh, open. Right. You know what I mean? So we just talked about getting back together, too, man, just getting locking back in in the studio. And I got Casey Haley, man, from Jodeci. Casey and Jojo, he's his first his first solo project is coming out. Oh wow! Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Man, I, yeah. Oh, man, it's in there. Oh, it's in there. Yeah, y'all, y'all. I don't even need. I don't need nothing but ooh yeah. Is it is it in is it in there, big? You know, you know, he right he right for the booyah tribe, and and he. 
He played the banjo at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, <laughs> that was his first gig. He was the banjo. That's funny, man. But yeah, so you know, I'm building Lonnie Tunes, and it's a lot of new stuff coming out, man. I got a new single coming soon, so I'd, lo- I'd love to come back. You know, I love this, oh, man. man. It's, we could, it, we, it's so much we ain't talk about, so. Yeah, we, yeah. You know, no, we did. some shit you touched on outside. I just want to not even get a little bit of it, but it's a little bit of that shit we got. Oh, man, I missed out on that, man. Yeah, yeah, man, we did, man. We'd love to have you back. I know you got to go, man. I appreciate man, yeah, you coming. Man, you know, they rushing me to this versus. I got to go be where the Kings dwell one time. And it's all love, man. man. Well, shit, I appreciate you coming man, out, man. I appreciate you having me, bro, on everything. Yeah, well, Y'all man. let me know when I could come back because I like this, man. Yeah, like yeah, well, man, yeah. The door's open. Whatever we ain't get to. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot so, of one to get yeah, to. It's all love, man. I want to get to it, so. For sure. Let me know. I appreciate you, fam. Right. We're going to go to a commercial break when we get back. More Craig Facts. Yes, sir. Thank you. He probably, he probably was walking in right when, before she walked. They walked outside. She grabbed him and told him to look a certain way on camera. Hmm. Can't believe she did some dirty shit. Did you like get that. a notification see, that the show started? Uh, nah, actually, I didn't. I just actually just turned it on to see if it was on. Yeah, I didn't did you ever get notifications yeah. back in the day? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Y'all didn't get one? No. Nope. Yeah, I didn't one. either. We back? Yeah, we back, man. Hey, man, they released Bill Cosby today. Hell yeah. Or the other day. And uh, there was a lot of details in the case that I didn't know. DeJuan, what are some things we didn't know as to why Cosby was released from prison uh, today? One, they unsealed records. Once records are sealed, they're they're sealed forever. And when he would, when he quote-unquote testified, there's a misnomer going around saying that he admitted to, to drugging and raping her. No, he didn't. Um, he he said he did admit to using what uh, those things, but the, what he was on trial for wasn't even right. You know, it, it it had nothing to do with those knockout pills. It was he gave her a Benadryl when she after she asked for it, yeah. and while right. she was asleep, she said that I think you touched me. That's why it's malicious intent. They can't prove he did it, but he had an intent. You know what I mean? So all those things. So he was never even charged with rape. You know what I mean? When it came to this. And then they unsealed them damn records. Because that DA ran on getting Cosby. You know what I mean? And the year that Cosby got arrested for this whole little shindig thing, whatever. Homie uh, had a... You can look it up. He has is a pipeline getting run through his property. And he was protesting some pipeline coming through his property. All this shit just... He, later on in the year, he happens to get arrested. A month... Before like the state of statute of limitations was up, and so all this shit was going in by by a corrupt DA broke the goddamn law to get Bill Cosby charged and arrested. Well, let's talk about the law he broke and why he broke the law. So I guess initially, what Cosby settled on some of these charges and yeah. paid it what three million dollars to. He settled because she originally went, and there was they they found there was nothing criminally done. So you know what they so since there was nothing criminal, she went to civil court. And because you know, you know, people like Cosby just rather pay for pay it and get it out, get it off the bat. You right. know what I mean? Well, I thought that I thought that it was civil first, and then the agreements of the civil civil settlement is that once uh, once he took the stand, and then once he paid out a settlement, that they couldn't pursue criminal charges, and it would be sealed, right? When it was when it was, it was originally, she originally could have had it. You know, when they originally found nothing to prosecute, but they couldn't say it didn't happen either. Right. That's why they were saying so. When he settled civilly, it was just to end everything. You know what I mean? Right. So that so it could be any later. Oh, we found a, this this bottle of blood two years later. So now we're gonna try you. Right. And so he basically, and when he and when he talked, he had to, he was either if he didn't say anything, 
he would have gotten contempt of court. So it was like, so him saying something was just part of the blah, 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 settle, and it's over with. The whole point of a settlement, like the reason like, like if, any of you, if anybody ever had disability at your job and you took a check on the settlement, part of that stuff is you can't talk about what the fuck went on. You know what I right, mean? Right, right. That's just standard procedure. For real. You know what I mean? And, and companies and corporations, these corporations be putting cancer all up in your goddamn soda. Oh, mama. <laughs> you find out, you get a settlement, but you can't talk about it no more. Right. So the, the first time somebody can now, now has to magically talk about something is the black guy. Yeah, yeah. With a lot of money for these niggas that go around talking about some well racism don't matter if you got money. Right. Who got more money than Bill Cosby? That nigga still Man. got his shit unsealed. And he broke the goddamn law. That's the big thing. The DA broke the law. Right. Yeah. I did go ahead. I got a question. Cause I see I be seeing on Instagram like a lot of comedians saying Phil uh Bill Cosby. But it's just like um you know he don't fuck with y'all. Like, you know what I'm saying? He don't fuck with niggas. Nah, he no, don't like... I, I would say, I mean, as far as comedians, he always got something down bad to say about comedians. That's just old niggas. That's just old niggas, yeah. That's just so old that's the excuse niggas. to be like, fuck It's a gang of comedians that don't fuck with comedians. That's yeah. not comedians are some of the most <laughs> evil motherfuckers on the planet, bro. Real talk. I'm going to tell you, some of these comedy niggas, I mean... It's funny because niggas been getting blackballed by white people for so many years, and you get a few niggas that get in power. Now they want to try to blackball everybody that yeah. disagrees. It's more niggas blackballing niggas than anything going on right now. For real, you get into it with the wrong nigga, and you get it. and anybody that fucks with you that knows him, if he got more power, they not gonna fuck with you. That's no real more. shit. So it's real. like it ain't Cosby. I, I don't. I don't expect the nigga that was in his eighties or seventies to like rap. Or yeah. be able to relate to what the fuck I'm talking about? Like, come on. Hey, on top of that, look. Hold on, hold on. For y'all, hold on. For now. Go ahead, go ahead. We only got 700 likes. We no, got, got 1.5 no. in the chat. Come on, man. Let's go, man. Let's get these numbers get up, these man. Numbers up, God go, damn it. Man. I know well, we started early. I hit a roast. If I roast, say I roast about the show, I need 500 more likes. How <laughs> <laughs> watch this shit go up. Show breath make me want to buy a casket for him. <laughs> Like this. God damn. I'm expecting a, a fat white dude with makeup on his face to come out and start talking like this when I smell his breath. The Undertaker knows that we're going to be here. Paul Bear Breakfast. That was a great fight in the WWF today. My nigga is stupid, nigga. Your grandma sound like Jerry the King Lawler, nigga. <laughs> oh my God, JR. JR, I can't believe it. He's through the table, JR. That nigga, that nigga grew out his hair. Thought we wasn't gonna notice the hairline. Nigga. No, no. <laughs> Got that? How you cannot <laughs> hairline? Though. I don't give a fuck about that. No, nah, judging by yours, you're yeah. stubborn, nigga. Just get oh, over it, my nigga. I need, need a filling, nigga. You, you got cowlicks, nigga. You can't make fun. I'm rich in hair compared <laughs> to you, nigga. I'm a billionaire. You, you're in poverty. every follicle. You brought up so you brought up a good point. I'm glad you said this, but I want to address it. Like you said, you brought up how people feel about <laughs> Cosby personally. Look, it gets to a point to where you gotta know how to separate your personal feelings from about people from the subject <laughs> at hand. 
Personally, I was never a, Cosby, a fan of the Cosby show. That shit wasn't funny to me. I loved it. I'm sorry. I didn't like he was a motherfucking liar. As square as you are, Dewan. You square yeah, as a no, motherfucker. I didn't like it. You, I don't believe that shit. <laughs> I do not believe that shit. Theo was corny like your hairline. Fuck. You know I mean? <laughs> so I, I wasn't, like, like the best episode to me was when Theo got like his got his like with that one when he got his shirt ripped up, like yeah. fucked up. That's the episode. Was nah, nah. The, the, one of the best episodes. That's how I know. One of the best episodes when that nigga they went to uh, try out for Soul Train, nigga, oh, and that nigga cockroach got picked and Theo yeah. didn't. Nigga, yeah. that's the best <laughs> shit. <nigga. laughs> you didn't like the Cosby Show. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I would be on. I would be on my Nintendo when Cosby was on usually. Oh, I'd be playing my, my, my or watching the Lakers. Cosby used to come on every eight Thursday o'clock. at eight o'clock. Eight was o'clock. it Thursday or Tuesday? Man, Thursday. It was. I, Lakers usually if the Lakers weren't playing, I was playing my Nintendo. I don't know why I don't think I. I don't. I think he don't like it now. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't look, know no one who didn't like it. Yeah, both. everybody watched the Cosby look, Show. I don't it know. It wasn't bad. I just it wasn't nothing to look forward to. I don't know if you experienced this though, because pops is African, right? But I know when the Cosby Show was popular, most black people would watch it as a family. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, being yeah. everybody been y'all used Cosby's to do, family matters. Okay, oh, yeah. all that shit. So, so you remember when Daddy loved that shit? Yeah. So that's not just a, ain't that crazy? How families don't watch TV family together no more? Yeah, hey, facts. Wait, what? Niggas be on there, you know? For real? We didn't eat together, watch TV together, none of that shit. I remember my mom would cook dinner and we would watch TV together. Nah, because like my mom, she worked all goddamn day, so she wanted to be on the phone with her friend. My dad wasn't watching none of that corny shit we wanted to watch. He was either watching the Lakers or he'd be out smoking a joint. Yeah. And then like, and then we only had one cable, one TV with cable. And Your I dad was, used to lead to smoke weed, not mine. No, 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 because I, no, I no, that was after he found out I had asthma. Before he found out I had he asthma, go in the room. He, the room, he was probably. smoking liver, but once he found out I had asthma, he, he that's when he, he would go to the backyard and smoke. Yeah, but like, nah, my family. <laughs> Nah, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't, I, like, nah. That's what I'm saying. What and plus, saying? but like, Cosby, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying I disliked it. I'm just saying it wasn't my thing. I, if I called it, I called it, but I didn't really care about watching it. Right, right. So I don't, I never was a fan of Bill Cosby like that. Yeah. I just you don't saw, think Bill Cosby has talent? He has talent, yeah. He don't. Okay. He Bill Cosby was funny. He man. took Dick Gregory's spot. And, uh, but I remember Dick, but Dick Gregory, when he was still alive, when Bill Cosby was getting charged, Dick Gregory used to talk about this shit all the time. Right. And he would talk about how Cosby was being railroaded by the legal system. Right. That's what got my interest in it. Damn how I felt about the dude personally. I don't give a right. shit about personal. Mm-hmm. It's about all shit. It's a public lynching. They breaking their law. If they can break their own laws to get a wealthy black man in prison, what are they doing to everyday niggas? Yeah. It's not even... It's unspeakable what they do to everyday niggas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's what happens to, um, to that lawyer, though? I mean, he should be doing jail time, shouldn't he? Yeah, he should be doing jail time. You can't do that. Well, you can't. He should but, be disbarred all that shit. Yeah, I'm sure the disbarred, that's all. No, well, that's they going to always look at the, the severity of the crime first. That's what they're going to say. Well, it was a rape, and we wanted to get to the bottom of it, so we had to go beyond the law. And they can't even use that because it wasn't a rape. Well, it's illegal for you to be denied your due process. And yeah. people don't know what due process is. Due process is the legal requirement that the, that the state must respect all legal rights that are owed to a person. Due process balances the power of the law of the land and protects the individual person from it. Now, we all know that that shit ain't true. They don't always do that. At all. But if you are caught as a lawyer in contempt of court or purposely violating somebody's due process, you're supposed to be disbarred. Yeah. You're supposed to lose your license. Uh You know what I'm saying? You take an oath. You take an oath. Like, like, everyday people don't take oaths not to fuck up. 
We right. just said that these are laws we can't break them. Mm-hmm. But if you a DA, you take an oath to uphold the motherfucking laws. And for you cornballs out there, there's a difference between a lawyer making a mistake and maybe uh, not looking or maybe overlooking evidence. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between that and somebody denying somebody due process. When you deny somebody due process, you due process, you are willfully taking the law into your own hands despite the existing set of evidence that could either exonerate or imprison somebody. Mm-hmm. And you, you know what I'm saying? And that shit needs to be treated as seriously as a motherfucker taking somebody's life. Right. Yes. yes. You should That's get life in prison as a lawyer. Yeah. If you are caught doing some shit like this, real shit, it should be a higher, it should be a higher threshold for uh, like the truck drivers. <laughs> 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 right. Nigga, truck drivers got more motherfucking responsibility than ninety percent of the people yeah, on this yeah. planet, and everything is a truck driver's fault. Hell and you can't yeah, even man. get your your uh, go to the fucking traffic school for some of the shit, right? No, there's no traffic school yeah. for truck drivers. Hey, y'all can't even smoke weed. We can't smoke weed. Wait, I couldn't imagine driving across the country. Not high. Not in a blunt or something like that. Nigga, hit this shit for. 80,000 pounds to make you not want to do shit. Nigga, man, that shit be like. Make one mistake, it's over for you and everybody in front of you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My mom's friend, uh. Got a jackknife. Did that jackknife, uh. Went through the window and died. You talking about like, like, uh. The truck hitting the, the I thought you were talking about the uh, the, the, the wrestling move, nigga. My mom's friend, that's why I like. Okay. The nigga oh. said, "Died a woman jackknife." Remember the jackknife and the diamond cutter was the same move. Yep. Definitely, exactly. <laughs> the razor's edge, same thing. Oh, we fucked up your point. Yeah, there, the razor's edge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The fact that you got all, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, talk about it. Nigga. I don't want to. You had a point, y'all. Oh, no, I was, just, no, I was just going off what you were saying. Go ahead. Go ahead. So back on the Cosby thing. So you didn't watch the Cosby show. You didn't like this show. <laughs> you said you had a point show? <laughs> you didn't like the Cosby show, which I don't believe. I think you're friendly. Like, That's the nigga made pudding, too? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jello pudding, nigga. Right, right, right. I love that shit. We know it pops and you get the Jello. Yeah. Okay. We need to dip Cheetos in his pudding, nigga. What can we do for Cosby? What we can do for Cosby is either stand behind him because of the, what happened with the legal system, because it's a bigger issue with black people overall, or if you don't agree with it, shut the fuck up. Yeah, real Because sure. if you look at white folks, they know Charlie Sheen ain't shit. Man. Man. They just don't talk about him. Yeah, that nigga They don't be like, Charlie Sheen, this the nigga's still giving out HIV. Facts. Right you know what I mean? He's still doing all, all the degenerate shit he was doing. Facts. They, like, and it's, and it's a, I know, a lot of these liberals, they don't fuck with Charlie Sheen. But they understand that it's a whole chess game going on. And it, the, when you use, how one person can be used as a proxy for a whole race of people. That's real shit. They know they play that game with us. So even though they don't fuck with Charlie Sheen, they don't say a goddamn thing about. They don't build. They know Bill Clinton ain't shit. But they. No, nah, I don't think most white people know Bill Clinton ain't shit. <laughs> they be knowing. I don't know. Well, they, well, they, they, well, they, they. The, know the conservative they, ones do. The they know, but they're do. not gonna come out in front of us, and they're not gonna side with black people over a white person, no matter how wrong they are. So what you saying is, like, they know who all they, all the motherfuckers who ain't shit. They know who they are. They just don't. They just don't. Don't talk about them. Like, they how they do all the fucking time. I don't understand about race. You nigga, bitch, your, your husband is the one that came home tonight and said, I didn't hire that nigga because his name was Darrell. I don't think they have a standard, though. I think that you're misspoken when it comes to that. I don't think they have a standard that they judge a motherfucker next to him and be like, they ain't shit. 
Them elitist motherfuckers is like, we made it to this space. We could do what the fuck we want to do. When a nigga get caught up that's in that space, that elite level space, they just look at him as a dummy, but I don't think they look at him like, you know what I'm saying? Like, standards are for us. We're the slaves. No, no, well, you're not supposed to do that. Okay. But they don't really have not supposed to do. They oh, think, yes, they do. You look, think so? Oh, hell yeah. Okay, right, talk about it. Right, right, they, hell yeah, they got don't do's and don't do's within, within their society. Okay, well, let's because talk about it. Because if you think about it, who was the last white person to put his life on the line for black people? John Brown. That was 170 goddamn years ago. Why? Because He's a motherfucking lie. Oh, John Madden did it every time. <laughs> John Madden, niggas. But, like when you when you understand that when they help us out, they get they get exed out in their own community when they help us out. When you they come that, to back, when they I mean when they, they'll they'll give black people some some shoes for basketball camp. Right. You know what I mean? They'll 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 give out some fucking turkey at Thanksgiving. Bullshit like that. Tax what about right the Walmart's? On. Look how I many black people they uh, give jobs to. They help the community. They fired the motherfuckers. The nigga demands it number before. The nigga had turkeys. <laughs> they give away food, but not the whole meal. They give away sides. Motherfuckers is teasing you. Motherfuckers are teasing. Motherfuckers got a mashed potato drop. No turkey. No. Hey, hey, Duncan, do this shit one more time. This shit like four dipsticks. Come on, do that shit one more time, dog. <laughs> so, 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 so you think they do have a standard? They have a code. Of, they have a code of conduct where they they'll see another white person amongst themselves. They'll talk all kind of shit about that person. But when we come around, but I'm talking about above white. I'm talking about no, the elite elites. Because well, everybody the, that's white ain't in on it. You know? the, one, the only we, the, the what's the elite's base? The only reason why the elite get to stay elite is because they got all them foot soldiers down there working for them at all times. Right, right, right. And the reason why we don't can't topple these little weak motherfuckers over because we most niggas want to be the first person to make a white person happy. It'd be ten black people sitting around on cold chilling, not saying nothing. It's gonna be one nigga. Well, what about black on black crime, white boy? You know, it's, it's always that nigga that fucks us up. Yeah, I, I they don't know. have an equivalent of that. What do you think about when people say on cold with what? You full of shit, niggas. On cold with what? Niggas ain't got shit to be on cold with. What if we on cold? You know what for? I say, nigga. You do you talk different around your grandma than you do your friends? That's on cold. Right. Because you know the code <laughs> of conduct around grandma. Right. Right, you know right. code of conduct. Niggas know code of conduct when they come to getting that paycheck every two weeks. Right, niggas right. know code of conduct when they go to church, uh-huh. acting like they love Jesus. Uh-huh. Niggas know code of conduct all goddamn day. Right, they just full of shit. But I don't think niggas see the the um, how would I say? I don't see they see the the positive from being on code. Like, they don't understand. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's no, there's no like we we can talk about it. You know what I'm saying? We know yeah. positives of it, but if it's not a, like a, a some like you know what I mean. Stuff. Ass popping on Instagram, like <laughs> supporting Cosby is on code. Why supporting Cosby on, is on code because it what it is. It's a black person that was illegally placed in prison. The United States government that we pay taxes to use the laws that we're bound to to and broke the laws that we're bound to right to prosecute another black person. And they could do that to a wealthy black person. That means and then we allow it. The, what's going to stop them from doing it? Well, they're already doing it to niggas every day. What's going to make them change? You can right. say Black Lives Matter all you want, right. but they see niggas be like, "But that one different." Right. We we know you broke the law, but we're going to ignore it because we don't like them. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They know we that simple and stupid. You know they know we not that they know we're not serious about helping the everyday black person that gets screwed over by the law. That's right. It ain't about your filthy feelings of Bill Cosby. He was never charged with rape. He was ch- charged with giving a bitch a Benadryl that she asked for. 
And so niggas is even mad they ain't know the goddamn case. Right, you right. Know what I mean, but even if you don't know the case, just know this: the district attorney that those motherfucker paid their taxes to broke his own goddamn <laughs> laws to get a conviction. Right, and he, that means he broke his oath. That See, that's how, but that's how you keep the, the the guessing going, though. You know what I'm saying? The never not knowing. You know what I'm saying? That's if you gotta. If the niggas don't know for sure, everybody feels actress by it or question mark like, did, but did he though? But did he? Bro. He gonna if you because if, if it's, there's a little bit to the story that match with what's going on, they gonna run with that. It can be a whole lot that you can prove like, nah, that little bit of shit. But all this shit I got is evidence. Like, nah, nigga, yeah, <laughs> that don't matter. Nigga, right, he right. said, nigga, you was. Right. You was with them Quaylos, so back in the day, and when you don't like black, you say something about black people, one thing, oh, nigga, he said this about us, he don't fuck with us, so they can go ahead and lynch him. Yeah. Wow, we can't have that mentality, yeah. bro, because they don't do that. You know what I'm saying? That's that. what we basically saying, bro. Look, sure. them motherfuckers, they, they, don't, they ain't doing that shit with Dylan Roof. They just shut the fuck up. Right. That motherfucker sprayed a church. A church right. for black people they trying to pray for him. The conservatives <laughs> defend them, and the liberals just don't say shit. So, would you, would you stay on cold? To defend somebody was black, that is black. If they were a rapist, or would you break that code? Depend. To, uh, we gotta beat his hand. We gotta. We gotta fuck it. We gotta kill that nigga. But would you stand stand on code? Like, would well, you talk like, about like, it publicly? Like, if he was a public figure, like Kyle, a rapist that was accused of rape. A rapist. Would you stay on code? Would you stay on code by by not saying nothing, or would you publicly say something? I'll publicly say something. Why is that? So so being a rapist is more important than the black struggle. Being a rapist is more important than a black struggle. Like what? So it's, it's, I feel like I feel like I feel like uh, being a rapist. Being a rapist damages the black struggle. It's part of the black struggle. But what I'm saying is, is solidarity more important for us as a people? You know what I'm saying? Is it more important for us to, to have solidarity, or is it more important for us to 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 persecute those who have wronged? Within our community, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like we can handle some of these things internally, right? Yeah. But how can we stay on cold if there is even no plan of action to how we would take care of a situation with somebody like a Cosby? What do we do within ourselves to 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 you know what I'm saying to get justice? I'll tell you what. Be real when it happened. Cosby been saying he dropping pills since the '80s. Right. Niggas didn't care till white people care. Let's tell the motherfucking truth. Tell the truth. Same thing with goddamn R. Kelly. We knew he was, nigga, I remember I was 13 when he was dating like Leah. And I was mad. Because Craig, he's at age like, girl, are you ready? Nigga, go all the way. Home from school. <laughs> <laughs> but look, look, look at how black people behave. We saw him in the AJ Nothing But The Number video with Leah. Leah was 14, 15 years old. I knew it because that's when I was in high school. He was clowning. He's like, I'm fucking these bitches. And I'm exactly. And then y'all can do it. But he wrote a song about it. Right. In the video, and he was like, look, we saw all this shit. I know because in high school, I had a crush on goddamn Aaliyah. Who and, didn't? And R. Kelly yeah. reminded me of that nigga in high any, school. Any girl you lay on, you're going to have a crush on. <laughs> 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 Your white tea is musty now. <laughs> but like, nah, we saw that shit, but R. Kelly reminded me of all them niggas. You know in high school is them 25-year-old niggas coming back to pick up the bitches. Yeah, weird ass yeah. niggas, so that's bro. R. Kelly, so we knew that shit in 94. Bringing them Kelly bitches pizza hut. Bitch, how you got a whole pizza? <laughs> 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 they were 
bang the bitch red lobsters on that damn time. That nigga was mad. That nigga got mad at the plate. That nigga got mad at the plate. He was just like, he ain't mad at the bitch at this point. This nigga was ready to mad at the bitch. He ain't mad at the food. I can't keep no goddamn red lobster. Fuck this nigga. All that shit, yo. All that. That nigga got real emotion when he heard that red lobster. Is that surfing turf? Bitches, is them butter biscuits hot? <laughs> <laughs> I saw that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that shit. <laughs> Nigga, you got the warm cheddar biscuits. The bitch cheddar biscuits is warm. The bitch cheddar biscuits. What's going on with this? I'll be mad about the cheddar biscuits. The bitch had cheddar biscuits. Any so, nigga bringing a bitch red lobster is oh, fucking her. Dewan said, yeah. I'm about to rob this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> put that food in your mouth. <laughs> Try it. Try it. Never heard that shit like that, nigga. That's hilarious. Look, it happened, dog. We keep going, my bad. That was but funny. Niggas, <laughs> niggas knew that shit in 94. Right. And what, what year did he piss on that bitch? What, 2000? What year did he piss on her? Like two thousand. That video came out. Yeah, niggas tape. had it on that was Lime Wire, VHS. That was five yeah. years after we knew he was fucking Aaliyah. Right. Niggas didn't say shit. He was fucking Aaliyah when we was in junior high. Yeah. We was in oh, junior high. Okay. We was in junior high. He was fucking Aaliyah. So Pull niggas knew the whole goddamn time. Pull up a tree, so right. That nigga popped so, the whole this way here. Hey, show. This what you do. <laughs> this what you do, show. Mm-hmm. When you know, when you see the motherfucker acting foul, no matter how many hits he got. Get on it then. Yeah. If you don't get on it then, you've been fake. Right. Well, one thing our in our community, child molestation is we, that that's you know that's not something that that's not even nothing to we, play with. that's nothing to play with. Yeah, we don't play with that. Right. Shit. So I I think we, we what we slipping on Dewan is I'm with you. We always need to be on code, but we it's it's not enough to just be on code. There's really no corrective. Act, there's nothing corrective so that we have happen. in place that once we know a motherfucker's not forced, it's like we can't just ignore it. Like part of ho- upholding the code is shouldn't be just ignoring motherfuckers who don't follow the code. Like you, yeah, you didn't you hear my solution saying? though, huh? You didn't hear my solution. What's the solution? The solution was when we found out the motherfucker wasn't shit, defund him. Don't don't support him. He can't have them if them here on little girls. How? By not buying his albums, by not going to his concerts. What, what I'm saying is that's not gonna be enough. How do we know not to buy his <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We saw the nigga, we knew he was fucking the lead, and he pissed on a bitch we need a button, 20 man. years ago. And we seen Cat Williams get choke-holded by a 15-year-old, my right. nigga. nigga, nigga but, R. Kelly, at least, she got woo fight, fight. But I heard R. Kelly got hands, though. So that's what niggas on. He had uh, Jay-Z and them niggas trying to pepper spray him. Remember they on that, oh, that, that tour? That, that, yeah. that, that, uh, that, uh, they were trying to pepper spray my nigga. So I heard that he had, he had them niggas backing up. Is that right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, but the thing is this. We got to jump that nigga. Almost he, he pissed on a girl. That was before that that shit went viral before the internet. That was a, that was VHS yeah, yeah, yeah. viral. Bootleg nigga, the bootleg man had that. All that shit. So, 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 but, but we all know that's not him. It's his brother. <laughs> his brother. That's what he tried to do. So I'm gonna be clear, Chris. Hey, that nigga said it all. That nigga said it was CGI. Nigga, that early CGI face app. Now with the face app, I don't know. I don't know. It was, I, they do got a face app that you can change a nigga face. I don't know, but they it was do. multiple they tapes do. though. It was multiple videos. 
But you know, all big nasty. Big nasty. This nigga. This nigga had big nasty. This nigga had the ball shot. Big nasty. Big nasty. Being on code is calling that bullshit out when you see it, not waiting on white people to put it on news. That's being on code. So when white people was on code, they'd be like, oh, this nigga's tripping, and then they would lynch him. No, no, I said, no, no, so they would be on call, but then they would actually execute. No, 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 they like, no, no, they weren't even tripping. Not with each other. I'm saying when it, when it comes to each other, they would do things like defund them. Like, right. okay, R. Kelly, you, I don't care about banging this chocolate factory after me. I'm not. You're a pedophile. But if, if so, my thing one. is, but it don't work. <laughs> that shit went number one. Yeah, yeah. Right, right after the time, right after the motherfucker. Right. But we don't run music, so us not buying yeah. albums is not going to affect Where's no space? major artists. But do you? No, no, we don't. We don't run it. But R. Kelly's base was black women. There were his yeah. concerts, 80% of his concerts, black women. Right. You know what I mean? Well, Most people buying this shit, day, you defund them. Look, if your album don't sell, if your album only sells 20,000 units, I don't give a fuck how many hits you used to have. You're done. Mm-hmm. But you, he's still, but what I'm saying is, okay, you defund him, he's still fucking little bitches. And you got the... Awesome. So how do... They're trying to stop them. them. You're, not, you're not worried about the nigga pockets. You're trying nah. to destroy the pedophilia. Look, we can't... You know, I'll give you, I'll give you okay. one. Okay. We this don't... don't. This, 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 this is what we do. That needs to be stopped out of the community. Let me give you what this one You ever see video of a stork mother? She got three yeah. babies and she like, it ain't, it, this motherfucker got to go. This one got to go. She throw her own baby off the, off the nest. I'll give you a solution, Craig. This is what we do. First of all, it was the parents sending them babies over. Facts. All the other adults, you beat them parents. What the fuck are you doing sending your kids to this motherfucker's house? But he still has the power to attract yeah. un unworthy. Then, then, then what you do is then you be the ones being proactive. Those parents... The ones that, that when he got caught up like twenty years ago, yeah. it was more than it was more it was more gross, but they were still getting paid. We saw that shit in the goddamn documentary. Right, <laughs> they got to be the ones filing charges because if put this put, put it like this, if the family cares less than the people, first of all, ain't nothing you can do. Right. If we care more than the family, you got to know it ain't nothing you can do. All I'm saying is this: when they come out and then they make a documentary and then you start acting like you forgot the last twenty years of your life. That's fake. Right. All I'm saying is, uh, if, and if they gonna get them, get them. I ain't defending that motherfucker. Right, right. But I'm not gonna give energy on help. You get them. Yeah. Kiss my ass. I'm not with but the cancel culture cool. shit at all, but I feel like what, what Craig is more alluding to is, is is more of street justice. Like, us as men, like, this nigga gotta go. It gotta be yeah. some kind of situation where, like, we police ourselves. Because we, we, we did it. We did it with the Black Panthers. We had, you know what I'm saying? That's why it's like, I feel like... <laughs> A lot of that shit is going like, okay, if they don't care, we don't. We can't be If they don't care, we care because it, 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 it's going to be my niece next time. It right. ain't going to just be, he's he's turning into a nigga that think he can get away with this. Right. So right. he's going to go to the next little girl and the next little girl till he's stomped out or whatever we got to do. And they, and I'm saying, if the parents know it, we got to hold them accountable too. I ain't, say, I ain't saying leave them out. Oh, they, no, they I'm saying go to the parents. I'm saying no, they beat we, the goddamn up, beat the daddy's ass that's allowing the shit to happen. But see, the parents might, you don't know who he is. The parents might protect the pedophile. We, we ain't got no a time lot, for that. And we going to him first. We yeah, know you doing what you doing. Parents, first, and then you, then you trickle down. That's what I'm saying. Then we talk to the parents afterwards so, so they see what happened. Women how, always how protect we the weak link. Yeah. And if men aren't in solidarity when we're dealing with bitch-ass niggas and child molesters, it's always going to be a woman because yep. of how they program it. Don't, don't hurt Poor, me. Yeah. Like, bitch, if you don't shut your motherfucker. You know what I mean? So it's like, the code, we, I don't know. I think we just need to take a, we need to take this, the code a step further. Yeah. Or it was uh, I, I some of those. The step further is <coughs> being proactive. Like, like, like I was saying, before the, before they get to the <coughs> shit, 
First of all, stop supporting because if he ain't got the money, he can't. Look, you ain't paying for all these bitches if you ain't got the money to. Oh. You, where do you get the money from? Bro. The bitches are staying in a hotel. Right, he had two bitches staying in a hotel. Then, that that's where you get the money no, from. And he then had you two said, bitches staying in the hotel trying to get, trying to, <laughs> waiting on that nigga to get off trial, though. So and, I don't know. And then on top of that, y'all talking about protecting. You got to realize that these 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 old bitches that used to try to fuck R. Kelly that never got a chance. I'd be like, girl, I would have did the same thing. Or the bitches that had the niggas picking them up, sending them Red Lobster at high school. Right. You know what I'm saying? The niggas that's like, well, I understand R. Kelly. I've been doing that too. Like, let's be real. Right. You got them old perverted ass niggas that used to be at my high school, your high school, everybody high school, picking up on bitches that, you know what I'm saying, ain't in their uh, age range. That's just starting to get a period, you know what I mean? Right, 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 Instead right. of going after what they, they uh, I guess they feel like it's competition, my nigga. But, but would you say it's bigger than just R. Kelly? It's the culture of the music because it's always been going on with another, with a previous artist. Well, I mean, Elvis uh, did it. Uh, Belleville DeVoe did it. They said it's all backstage, underage, adolescence. Courtney Love was on Howard Stern saying that she was letting Ted Nugent hit it when she was 13, and her parents knew. It's endemic. Look, the whole rape culture is a, is is American culture, dog. Uh, like it's it's it was it's a it's like a, some prestigious private school over here in Brentwood just got found out been having systemic molestation for generations with mm-hmm. kids and shit. The Catholic Church, look what went on in Pennsylvania. It's they have like fourteen hundred motherfucking Catholic priests was touching boy booty and shit. This is an American issue that that gotta be uh, filled ho- holistically. But for us as black people, we gotta, we don't control the legal system. So we don't have the power to file charges, but we do got the power to file pressure on the families that's allowing that shit to happen. Ignoring, you can go to niggas' houses, though. Ignoring, <laughs> ignoring child molestation. Because they're making money for some people. If they're going to ignore child molestation, they can ignore this nigga getting beat half to death. Yeah. But if I'm <laughs> y'all, y'all not on the law like that anyway, so right. don't call the police. Yeah, just leave it alone. We'll tell them why we're here. All the people he's paying, people <laughs> he's paying to protect them. He got the police EP man. No, no, no. I'm saying it's people that's in the industry that could touch R. Kelly had way more bread than R. Kelly at the time. Way more power position as far as like I, moving music at the time. I just, hey, the industry is dirty. Though, I just man. think there's no. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm in there's it. I'm no, saying there's that no morals. They, they could have touched it. When you got a cash cow, like there's no morals don't matter. Yeah. They go out the window. That's what I was saying earlier. I don't think don't these rich motherfuckers have a standard, bro. They don't. They don't. Once you get to a certain level of elitism, it's like, oh, you let the, you let the peasants. Tell you what it is. Yeah, you like to pay. Are you serious? Like, you're just more of a joke, but they don't really give a fuck that they neighbor the billionaires fucking, <laughs> fucking little girls. It don't make them feel no way on the inside. Hell right? no. I mean, these, niggas, so. these niggas invented the dark web. Nigga, they got like red rooms where niggas is actually getting tortured and murdered and shit on another side of the internet. Like, you Straight know what up. I mean? So, the niggas is paying. Watching that shit too, no, though. I just. That's where he buys toothpaste. Nigga, nigga. <laughs> No, nigga, that's where oh, you buy your hair products, That's where you buy your hair products, nigga. Let me get hey. the crime scene detoxifier toothpaste. <laughs> my nigga, my nigga got that. Let that. Uh, hold on. Let that break. Hold on, man. Hold, hold on. The crime scene. De- oh, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> my nigga, my nigga got that. Fro- my nigga, my nigga Craig got that fro shep hat and above the rim. Uh, when he get up from the chair, he's asked his barber, "Are we even?" Nigga, crime scene disinfectant is fucking. <laughs> what do y'all use to clean up all this blood and this big body part shit? I need that in my mouth, man. <laughs> anyway, oh, your hairline never fresh. Oh, there you go. Man. <laughs> take your hat off, nigga. I can take hey, my hat off. Right, look at that, nigga. My mouth is. 
nigga, nigga, ignorance. Nigga. Ignorance. Now you be there soon. Nah, I said, but I'm five years older than you. <laughs> How you lose your hair before me, nigga? Ain't nothing for that now. Hey, fuck y'all, nigga. Uh, nigga, I'll see you when you get there. So, if you let it grow, show what it look like. Caution tape. Hopefully not like this. Nigga said, hopefully, hopefully not like an Autobot shit. That nigga said That nigga said his dude is tight, nigga. So let me ask you a question. Is that a correlation between R. Kelly letting that shit happen and we letting, not not we letting, that, I know we know the agenda's being pushed, but between nobody doing them with Cosby, no, and uh, yeah, what they doing with Cosby and what they doing with uh, the little boy that was kissing niggas on BET this past weekend. Oh, I didn't see that, that. Huh? Uh, Nas- uh, Lil Nas X tonguing niggas up. Y'all see that? No, oh my god, yeah, passionate mouth to lips, for what a nigga. But why, like, why, why do you have to push the envelope? Like, why, I mean, okay, you can be gay, do your thing, but. Fuck that, man. Yeah, I had a problem with this. Is uh, from a nigga to ask them kind of questions. Man, like, I but, but I mean, and I ain't, and I, ain't yeah. I don't hate gay people. I mean, y'all, no, 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 it's not about gay not people. Not that. It just seemed like he turned it up when they he came out yeah. with being gay. Yeah. It seemed like yeah. that yeah. shit like just somebody's somebody's telling. Yeah, he got a battery in his back. And, and that's what's the worst part about it with not not. The show tried to buy a stem cells on the black market for his legs. Stupid nigga. Buy a new mouth. Nigga, stupid. And nigga. That nigga, hey, that nigga, hey, that nigga, and then you got church swimming trunks on, nigga. Nigga, if you don't get blessed, nigga, get the fuck about it here. Them shorts came with holy water. Yeah, so shower every fortnight. What? Nigga, you got dyed dookie braids, nigga. Show got some umbilical cord jerky in the car, nigga. <laughs> the raccoon umbilical cord jerky, nigga. Oh, nigga stupid, nigga. <laughs> How do you get the raccoon umbilical cords, huh? Nigga, you look like the nigga. You look like the main villain, the meteor man, nigga. <laughs> this nigga ain't allowed at PetSmart no more. <laughs> <laughs> He smiles in here, the dogs start barking. Stop. You don't get that goddamn color purple hat off, nigga? Yeah, you don't know you tell how about a deep me facing? Yeah, for real. <laughs> that nigga Craig look like Quail Man, nigga. Quail Man. Oh, you that? Show me a picture of you. oh yeah, you ain't uh, seen Doug. Fuck your old nigga. Yeah, that nigga. Oh, that nigga's as old as shit. Nah, we was, in, we was getting pussy at that time. I don't yeah. know what you mean. I wasn't watching Doug. Damn. Oh, yeah, yeah. I digging. forgot. Y'all niggas. <laughs> These niggas was born in the 70s. Oh, man. Oh. Oh. 83. 83. Hey, that nigga told me he was born in the 70s. He said 70s. Y'all yeah. 80s, baby. Nah, but uh, go back to the uh, the, the booty boy. Uh, what do y'all think, though? Do y'all think that him getting released, you know what I'm saying, and that they doing that, they probably try to time that shit to where, like, okay, let's. Let's just let this nigga out, nigga, mid mid Tuesday evening. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right after this nigga just lip locked on national TV, like. Mm. So parents are really explaining that to their kids right, right. now. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like you, you would think that. No, I can't. Even I think they're trying to. to roll I think they're trying to like push another hit out here because he only got that one goddamn hit. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and he, and every time you see him on TV, he either perform. Anytime you see him performing. 
He's only performing at award shows or goddamn elementary schools. Right. What? That, that's my problem. Yeah. He's always performing at elementary schools. Why is he at elementary schools? You know, that's the problem. Sexual oh, to, no. to target sexual the next audience, the next generation. Sexual impropriety is how they shift the perception of the masses. It's one because it's the one thing that everybody can relate to. It's a desire that everybody has. Mm-hmm. So if it's something sexually that's wrong, that's how they control perception. I believe it's one of the ways. Nitty yeah. Fuller said that. Yeah, I Nitty mean, said you that. know, when you, when you get them confused, say once people are confused sexually, you confused with anything. Like, just imagine you ever have somebody you cool with, and you find out they fucking somebody that you know oh, you fucking about, and it just change your perception. Like you ain't been the fuck old girl. That's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now you want to ask them questions. You listen. <laughs> <laughs> What you, you, know what you what, like? How did you pull that? Like, what you say? Yeah, we got to be careful with that <laughs> shit. Yeah, man. bro, because that shit, that just just seemed like it's just the perfect timing for that shit. You know what I'm saying? And like you saying, this this prosecutor should be jailed for this shit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Sure. And for really going against the whole justice system to throw this man in jail. You know what I'm saying? That's why I just wanted to. That's why I brought the Nas X shit up because I, I didn't I didn't see that shit till like yesterday. The homegirl was like, "You ain't seen this shit." I'm like, "What the fuck?" But they they push another agenda everywhere. That's you heard what they did with the Tupac estate. Right? No, talk about yeah. it. Yeah, they fucked around and made some rainbow shit out of his shirts. Yeah, like I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like, like like, like he ain't never put a verse. I suck on a girl's daddy dick. That was Biggie. Yeah, you should. You know, be what I mean? you know what I'm saying? That was Biggie, the two album nigga. You dig yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, like his DJ was gay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real oh yeah, yeah, Mr. C. Yeah, yeah. But it's just fuck with them trendies like on a regular basis. Yeah, it's like it's fucked oh, up. My. Like you know, that's the thing. He went that's on. Thing, who's, who's fucking podcast was it? Was it Mayno? May Mayno was on there. He yeah. was like, he was like, you like trend? He's like, yes. No, it was drink. What? No, wasn't. No, it was Mayno. It was Mayno. It was Mayno. It was Mayno. Yeah. He admitted to the shit. He admitted to the shit, man. On that couch, Mr. C. That shit had me crying. Wow. At least he can admit it though. You got some niggas that won't you just be in the closet and you know what I'm saying? But like what he you gave you the option, like, yo, you wanna hang with me or you don't? Like, you know what I mean? Now I don't know why your breath stink. Right. Right. Anybody see the fourteen trillion dollar bill that uh homeboy from BT oh, Robert Johnson reparations? You talking about uh Robert's uh Bob, Bob, Smith? Bob Johnson. Bob Johnson. I, I heard something about it, but I don't know the details. He's been kinda of going hard on that well, for about a year now, talking about right. reparations. They must know something. And he and he lowballing them, fourteen trillion, that's kinda of low. Yeah, but <laughs> But at least he's talking. Uh, at least he's talking about you know, some, some reparations. Right. That's you know what, what I mean? the national debt is. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, but people like like because I heard some people talking about this. I heard some people saying uh, about the Nas X thing. They're like, if black people don't like it, black people just need to get their, get our own network. Look, BET is our own. Network. No, no, BET is owned by Viacom. When Bob John, Bob, Bob, Bob Entertainment. But it, but. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? But, <laughs> but when when Viacom bought uh, bought uh, BET, remember. Bob Johnson bought the Charlotte Bobcat. Oh, and the man. reason why Bob Johnson. Want to show legs fell off. What is prosthetic? No, they got a nickel plated prosthetic in this. No, that nigga Dewan. Hey, that nigga Dewan's stomach shook the table, nigga, when he hit it. <laughs> This is the fourth summer in the world you wore that ashy ass shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Every summer, I wore that summer. That's your summer shirt. You look like a 1991 DJ, nigga. <laughs> man, set your vanilla pudding sipping ass up, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga the only nigga I know that can sip a Jack in the Box shake with ease. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Y'all ain't, yeah. never, y'all ain't yeah. never had a Jack in the Box cup, nigga? Yeah. Nah, yeah. Right, well, fuck y'all. Go, 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 go back and chew on dog food and teeth, nigga. Mm, nigga, stupid, <laughs> nigga. Right nigga, you, you chew on Blu-rays, nigga. Blu-rays? <laughs> 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 the disc or the... Yeah, the disc, yeah. nigga. <laughs> They watch movies on your stomach, nigga. <laughs> Show blew a kiss and the wind was actually blue. <laughs> <laughs> This nigga show can't spell one African country on his show. <laughs> nigga stupid, nigga. He be like, how do you spell Chad? But I bet you could spell every food recipe in Chef Gordon's. <laughs> <laughs> That's them teeth, nigga. That's them teeth. That's them teeth. That's fuck them you, teeth. fat boy. That's them teeth. When you fuck bitches raw, they get high cholesterol. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, oh, that, was good, that, was good, that was a good one. But your laugh is Fat nigga, when you close your mouth, your mustache disappear, nigga. You got a sweat ring around your hat, nigga. A nigga, nigga, stupid, nigga. Hey, show put his mouth in the cage when he go to sleep at night. <laughs> Come on, get in there. Get in there. Y'all get in there. I you was the reason Will was on the side of the building, nigga, in the Fresh Prince. No. Hey, y'all remember that shit? Uncle Phil episode. No, no it wasn't Uncle I, Phil, I, I, my nigga. When he got him out. I don't remember that sweatshirts. Oh, those are the same shorts from Tuesday, though. Nah, these are black. No, they not, nah, nigga. Nah, nigga. They still rolled up. That nigga still got the same rolled up shorts. Nigga. That nigga recycled them, nigga. You got on sweatshorts. Those are Tuesdays and Thursday shorts, nigga. Shut up, nigga. Hey, hey, Those are you in uniform. You got on church socks and pippins, nigga. Hey, 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 show you got, got on church socks with his pippins. Show us out of here, show. Hey, show got the same crust on his lips from Tuesday. Oh. Mike Vick, calm down, bro. Michael. 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 Last week. <laughs> <laughs> you said I'm bringing that shit to the yeah. show, nigga. That shit worked outside last week after the show. No, that was Tuesday, nigga. Tuesday, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got him down on Tuesday. Yeah, when you had the same lips. Oh, no. <laughs> What's that nigga? Bobo? B O L B O the Bobo. Yeah, that's you. This nigga pronounced it right. Bobo. Bobo. Man, fucking that. No, yeah, but, but, but clear up, man. I ain't talking about supporting none of these niggas, man. I'm just supporting. Talking about if they if they bring it up, don't help them. If we care so much about our people, we got to do it when we see it, not when they tell us to. Right. That's all. I, that's but that's being on code. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we definitely got to we got to get that figured out. I feel like I, it's definitely the right thing to do to be on code, but we got to take that to the next level. Yeah, it gotta be consequences. Because yeah. we can't ignore Cosby. Yeah, yeah, it gotta be consequences, though. Yeah. Shit, yeah. yeah. We can't ignore Cosby and ignore R. Kelly. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's, it's niggas that could have put a stop to whatever. Well, Cosby, I don't mean, I, R. Kelly, I think I'm, that that's, that could definitely be put. But, like, the Cosby thing is just because niggas say, let's get Cosby, but they love Playboy. Motherfucker, Cosby, Hugh Hefner said he taught Cosby the whole pill game. Right. Yeah. I mean, we talking. So, if, 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 if look. <laughs> If we gonna go there when it comes to the Hollywood motherfuckers and these music motherfuckers, we ain't gonna have a song or a movie we like. Yeah, but what I'm saying <laughs> is, in both cases, black people didn't do shit. 
So we can't do the same thing. We, when what, it's what, time what do to we have a power that we did when R. Kelly was on his bullshit? In both cases, we did nothing. What do we have? What did we have? What, the what we question? Here's my question: What could black people have done with Bill Cosby? He was an industry dude, fucking industry bitches. What can we have done about that? Okay, let's. Let, you want to keep it one hundred? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Bill Cosby being disenfranchised was way more important than Rodney King being disenfranchised. We're talking about gener- generational wealth. Yeah. Right? We ride it for a base hit. <laughs> <laughs> That's not who we ride it for. Right? Ronnie King was a base hit. That's and not who we ride it and, and, for. Okay, though. but I'm saying. So, he, you know what I'm saying? He really hadn't accomplished much, much in life, which I'm not a respected person like that. I don't treat you better because you have more money. But Cosby actually had more to defend. He had more on the line than Rodney King. We were willing, willing to burn this motherfucker down and riot and tear shit up <coughs> for Rodney King, but we did nothing when we watched the system try to destroy Cosby. I feel like that's bullshit. Here, here it is. The code isn't working. The code we need. No, we don't have the code. No, that's the whole point. We, everyone has one but us. That's the whole. That's the problem. Okay. But the thing is, agree, we man. we didn't. Well, look, we we got the riots wasn't about Rodney King. That was just the, the straw that broke the camel's back. It was more about the Tasha Harlins and everything that happened before that. But the proper, so, but the propaganda that was used to incite us. Wouldn't work in the Cosby case because more people can relate to the have not than the has. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Well, but I'm, I'm saying this like when you say we could have done something like should we have done something when, like what could we have done in the Cosby case? Are we saying we should have you know rioted because we saw the system breaking its own laws to get them, or should we have rioted because of what? Because look, we we are so enamored by physical beatings. In our community, when we talk about fighting, and I knock that nigga out, physicalness, we're enamored by that. But there's no power in that. There's no economic power in that. So if Cosby would have been disrespected and beat down physically, then that's something we could, we could relate to as a people, and that's something we probably would have jumped on. Right. But since they, it was economic and it was more metaphysical. They couldn't understand it. And they couldn't understand it. The importance is not there. Mm-hmm. What happened to Cosby is more detrimental saying. to us than what happened saying. to Rodney okay. King. Gotcha, gotcha. You gotcha. feel what I'm saying? So it's like when when they okay. when they attack us in a cerebral way, we just act like ain't nothing happening. Yeah. And they always use the same thing: sexual impropriety. Every time will make always. the strong will make the strongest nigga put his guard down. He's a rapist. He's a child molester. We don't even go past it. And then when yeah, niggas yeah, get yeah. exonerated from this for this shit. Your, your, your reputation is never the same after somebody yeah. accuses you publicly of being a child molester. You, you're right about that. Gonna, I, no, I, I, I agree 100% on what you just said. But look at what, look what niggas just did six months ago. They elected a bitch that had built a career on putting niggas in, president, <laughs> right. in prison and breaking. Kamala Harris broke laws here in California keeping prisoners in prison long, long enough to fight these goddamn fires. Right. And they still said, ski we, I'm going to vote for her because she brought a Masa War or HBCU. Right. So that's yeah, we got some major code issues to deal with, bro. Yeah, I just feel like there needs for to real, be for real. We need to be taught the importance of economics, man. What Bill Cosby accomplished in his career is like you only see that every 20, 30 years. Oh, they changed to- TV contracts because of all the money he made. Yeah. Like after Bill Cosby made that bread from owning the show, mm-hmm. you basically, everybody after that, they couldn't really own their own show. They had to be executive right. producers on their own show after that Bill Cosby contract. Like, okay, there were some comedians that spoke up against Cosby, and there was no code violation for them niggas because the system put them on. You talking about Hannibal Bears? I mean, him and a few other people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was like, like he, he led the charge. Though. He led yeah. the charge. And he did, you know what I'm saying? He led the charge. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we, we should have been like, okay, nigga, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, nigga, somebody should have showed up to that brother's yeah. house and be like, hey, you're sadly misinformed and stop speaking on things you don't know nothing yeah, about. When sure. we spoke up on, when we when we had that conversation and he said what he said about Minister Farrakhan, he felt how he felt, them brothers got at us immediately. And that's why I love them. Mm-hmm. They got at us immediately. Hey, here's some information. I think you guys may be misinformed, but but what was what what was understood is that there is accountability. You just can't speak up on the minister like that and think you just gonna be every like nah, nigga. We here now. You don't necessarily have to do something, but that type of shit is what I, we're yeah, missing as a whole. You're right. I, agree. I shouldn't be able to walk down the street if I publicly went against Cosby on TV as a black person without a, somebody black saying, "Hey, my nigga, you what the fuck is wrong with you?" Mm-hmm. Like what Mark Lamont Hill did. On Twitter, oh no, he still he doesn't mean he that he's innocent. Like nigga, what the fuck? Shut the fuck up. He spoke on it already. Yeah, Mark, the, as soon as he got released, Mark Lamont Hill, that <laughs> motherfucker, <laughs> washed his coon hands and was like, "I gotta speak for Master right now." See it, and just start speaking all up against Cosby right away. The same nigga that tried to put out that Malcolm X's gay shit. The same person that talked shit about Francis Cress Wilson when she died. Yeah. Niggas like that, man. They, 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 you're right. They, they, they fuck shit up for real, for real. Yes, yeah, all I think of that us. whole, that whole thing was a chess move. Though, just like I mean, we kind of touched on it earlier when they were saying how if you could put Bill Cosby away illegally, mm. the fuck they gonna do to us? Man, mm. right. it's like that was just to show us, like, all right, yeah, yeah, we let them out, but just so y'all niggas know, like, it, 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 it we can do what we want. And again, here at Craig's facts, look, if somebody did something and there's legal evidence saying they did, did it. We believe they should go in prison the rest of their motherfucking life. Yes, or but at least you should yeah. you should you should face a time that Bill Cosby was gonna face. Yeah, yeah. You should, if you if you did something, it's, you go do it, that. but if it's no evidence, if someone's just saying they did it and it's no evidence, and the legal system had to had to break his own laws to get a conviction, right? Then no, I don't support that. I don't care if I uh-huh. like the person or dislike the person. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Definitely, man. We're gonna go to one more commercial break, a quick break. When we get back, we're gonna wrap up the show. We'll go to one more break. Uh, we'll be right back. My man is a dirty dog. A dirty dog? Oh, yeah, yes. right there. Ooh, yeah, there. Your dog is dirty. Ew. Uh, mm. You know what? I know who we can call. Who? Code Red Carpet Cleaning. Who is that? Oh, look, watch this. Code Red, Code Red, Code Red. See? Wait a minute. I know you. I've cleaned your carpet before. Mm hmm. Okay. Hi. I know what that spot is from. That's either from a dog or from a man. Oh, that's her man's. Nasty. Yeah, it needs to be taken care of ASAP. Don't worry, though. I know how to clean carpet. I was born this way. You were born this way? I was born this way. Hey, you guys, this is Chatel with Code Red Carpet Cleaning. If you need your furniture, tile, carpet, or anything clean, click the link in the bio or call 747-234-6224. Support black business. Oh, yeah. They won't give you the original. Oh, okay, so. You know, I, I get the original. You be all right, though, man. <laughs> That's what they meant by offensive older, though. That's That's offensive. That's like a fuck you coming out your body. You walk by, niggas, they be like, what you say, nigga? I 
smell a fuck you in here. Somebody smell a fuck you? No, I didn't hear fuck you. I smell fuck you. This shit traveling up my nose and my brain. Now all I can think is fuck you. I just thought fuck you nine times right now. Listen to my thought. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Gotta get that together, brother. We gonna give it to you. To be so well smoking, you bad odored, nigga. I ain't never met a well smoking, bad odored motherfucker, bro. That's a <laughs> Hey, that's an oxymoron like a motherfucker, man. That's a new, that's a new, new word. Not an oxymoron, but a, but a smell moron. That's a smell moron. It's all good, brother. Much love, man. Somebody got to tell you though. Oh, we know the Hey, somebody. Everybody. If the police came in, they could arrest you for that. That's at least 90 days coming off his body, nigga. <laughs> that ain't regular time. That's that's that, that's in the whole time he got coming off his body, nigga. That's 23-hour lockdown time he got coming off his body, nigga. <laughs> Okay. He left his railroad job and came straight here. Okay, if you ain't got no back teeth, you can't talk to the ref. Yeah. Well, don't reach. Don't reach. That's oh! Oh! Okay, okay! Oh, oh my hey, God! That's that veteran move! Hey, look at that. He looks like he beat the class on how to, how to saw, saw the barrel off a shotgun. Y'all don't want him with the rock. He's trouble when he, he got the ball. He be killing y'all. He be killing y'all. You got a squad, give me in the inbox. If I owe you something, get it from God. <laughs> oh! Uh, I think we OD Clear the air like some trees until we OD I might move a little fast and didn't plant no seeds But I'm man enough to say that we OD we OD, clear the air like some trees until we OD. I might move a little fast and didn't plant no seeds, but I'm man enough to say that we OD. When I buy it, you buy it, but ain't nobody selling shit. Jealous of the fetishes when ownership's the medicine. Do the things that boomerang so you can leverage it. Shit gets hairy, be a wig and get ahead of it. Miss you say you bored, we not on one accord. Arguing and fighting, damn near mopping up the floors. 
That lesbian sex shit ain't free She gon' have to pay you Cause you got to pay me And we keepin' this in order Can't be a dime without the rest of my quarter Cause I'm never there sorta Before me, it was a bunch of weird niggas around you Hobby shop till I broke the boredom Karate chop And I'm really not into violence Interpretate the silence as prizes and I'm really more into vibing, you perpetrating Simons or Hymans. I think we OD'd, clear the air like some trees until we OD'd. I might move a little fast and didn't plant no seeds, but I'm man enough to say that we OD'd. Uh, I think we OD'd, clear the air like some trees until we OD'd. I might move a little fast and didn't plant no seeds, but I'm man enough to say that we OD'd. My neighbor Dan lost some weight, but he ain't came too far Hit that alarm 1,500 times a day trying to show you his car And we both know he's proud of it Go off a dance, some of that clam, and watch some chowdery Cause you could be with the miss, but without a bitch The with is the money, and without is the glitch You're paying her to leave, if she breathe, you should trip Miami, the Grammys, New York, a trip I'm searching for emotion, but all I know is logic She wants to be my girlfriend, I sure like my closet Cause we can be close and yet still remain strangers Leave that where you from shit to them gangbangers I'm highly advanced, the message in the dance Some of y'all wear the skirts while those of us wear the pants You wanna know the difference? It's really not explicit It's when a nigga talk to his bitch, shut up and listen uh, I think we OD air like some trees until we OD. I might move a little fast and didn't plant no seeds, but I'm man enough to say that we OD. Uh, I think we OD'd, clear the air like some trees until we OD. I might move a little fast and didn't plant no seeds, but I'm man enough to say that oh, we OD. Grind it for I get it. get it. Bring my niggas with me. Ain't no limits to the ceiling. Out here touching digits. digits. Hoes showing love, but, but please, please don't catch no feelings. Riding with that thumper Thumb while I'm thumbing through these millions. Hunting to feed my children. Lying in the jungle. Oh, you pee, that's it. <laughs> Let's go get. I got so much shit to talk about, bro. It's about to get. Let's go get. Yo, you write poetry, huh? I mean, I started off, but I've been rhyming since I was like ten or eleven. The way you rhyme, bro, it's like so. It's different, bro. I fuck with it. Oh, you knocked that out. Oh, that bitch is here. I think she fucking with that crystal. Yo, what's going on? It's Patrick Cloud, and I just need to let you know that you need to pick up that Chill Withers LP by the Craig Smith right here. Um, man, it's it's super dope. You, this is Craig. How you have never seen him before? I was literally in the studio just watching, and I was I'm 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 shocked. I jumped on one of the songs. You're not gonna regret it. Check out Chill Withers. Coming to Spotify, all the major, all the major streaming platforms, and all of that. Chill Withers, Craig Smith, let's get it. Man, we in here recording. Man, we working on this Chill Withers project. Man, Chill Withers. 
You know what I'm saying? It ain't never too late to blow. Chill with us, that's how I go. I think she fucking with that crystal. Every step towards that meth like Wu Tang instrumentals. Tell them pussy why the fuck do you strip for? Die on that battlefield or yield to a lip blow. All that bitches here, I think she fucking with that crystal. This shit been on my mind for years. Nigga, I never forgave TLC for no scrubs. I don't want no scrub. T-Boss, you just want a nigga that ain't whooping your ass. Mac-10 beat on you like you was a crip, bitch. I don't want no scraps. Chili, if you don't get your boy body super fly Jimmy Snooker. Stop. Wait a minute. Lloyd face ass bitch and sit down somewhere. I don't want no scrap. Left eyes in heaven, so I'm going to show you some respect, okay, baby? But. All the real men have been praying, God, remove the lighter fluid from heaven so you don't burn it down before we all get to that motherfucker. I'm taking it personal, bitches, because I was a scrub when the shit came out, okay? But no, I ain't. And uh, a couple of you bitches can borrow money from me if you want. R.I.P. R.I.P. Little Richard, man. Man. Hey, Little Richard made the first, first openly gay song, man. I commend him for his curse. <laughs> that nigga had a song. Yo, yo, chill. Tootie Fruity on Rudy. Oh, pause. Tootie Fruity mm. on Rudy. That song's about sex. Mm. Oh, wop, wobbaloo, wop. He came up with the wop, wobbaloo, because that's... That's when he went to the nigga ass and the nigga was like, wop, wop, loo, wop. <laughs> what you doing, Richie? <laughs> oh, wop. <laughs> I didn't know you had that much Richard, Richard. <laughs> Yo, I thought chill. they called you Little Richard because you had a little Richard. I know you had that much Richard. <laughs> hey, after that night, he was like, he started introducing them different. Like, everybody, this is Big Richard, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I won't give you the original. Oh okay, so no, I, I get the original. You be alright though, man. <laughs> That's what they meant by offensive odor, though. Yeah, that's offensive. That's like a fuck you coming out your body. <laughs> you walk by niggas, they be like, what you say, nigga? <laughs> I smell a fuck you in here. Somebody smell a fuck you? <laughs> no, I didn't hear fuck you. I smell fuck you. <laughs> This shit traveling up my nose and my brain. Now all I can think is fuck you. I just thought fuck you nine times right now. Listen to my thought. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Gotta get that together, brother. 
gonna give it to you. To be so well smoking, you bad odored, nigga. <laughs> I ain't never met a well spoken bad odored motherfucker, bro. That's a, that, hey, that's an oxymoron like a motherfucker, man. That's a new, that's a new, new word. Not an oxymoron, but a, but a smell moron. That's a smell moron. It's all good, brother. Much love, man. Somebody gotta tell you though. Oh, we go. Hey, some, hey, somebody. Everybody. If the police came in, they could arrest you for that. That's at least 90 days coming off his body, nigga. <laughs> Yeah. That ain't regular time. That's that's that that's in the whole time he got coming off his body, nigga. That's 23-hour lockdown time he got coming off his body, nigga. Anybody could have did that shit. But he just took that wave and we're he a singer whose strength yeah, ain't singing. But he make good music. Yeah. He's the first nigga to do that. He like the oldest Williams. Temptations. But think about it. Keith Sweat is a ten times better singer than what with all this auto tune shit. These motherfuckers don't sing now. They they are not even singing. It's a computer doing that shit. Hey, but Loki, I'd rather listen to Keith Sweat monotone ass. At least it's a natural voice. No, nah, but they used, they had auto tune back then too. They just used a, no, a lot it of it. No, it was a talk box, and that was only no, not the, not the talk no, box. I, I, I'm box. talking. I'm not talking the talk box. I'm talking there was tweakage with the reverb. It's called a box. Um, back then, but they didn't they didn't really try to cover up the, their voice they were just trying to make it just a little bit not to to take over like we but just, you still had to hit the A flat yeah yeah that's what I'm saying that part <laughs> you still had to hit the F sharp that part oh shit you my nigga Keith Sweat my, that shit but that nigga he wasn't even singing that nigga was whining though like he did it he did it he did it to the point where anybody could have really did it but yeah his lyrics is crazy but any, any one of us could have did that shit in the 90s like it's just like I was like let me see go ahead but I gotta be, but I gotta be strong, girl. You did me wrong. I, uh, come on, I gotta be strong. But he did have some suspect songs, though, that he, you know, it's real suspect. Had you thinking like he might have been fucking with underage girls, about, too. I think you must be, you might be young, but you're what? ready. What? Exactly. Yeah. You might be young, but you're ready. What is he saying? What are you saying, Keith? What? Ready to learn. Let me tell you, man. He's 27 and the bitch 19. Nah, man. No, man. Hey. That nigga put up with it. Since the bitch, no, I'm gonna put some We ain't seen him in no video when I'm 15 
Yeah, exactly. We just said we can say about Kells. We that ain't was in the video with this shit. Like, look, it's plural. Married boy. Hey, remember when they had him on that's the Boondocks? Kelly got away so long. Hey, they need to bring the Boondocks back, man. Nah, they had uh, R. Kelly. I just remember yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But nah, Keith Sweat was dope as fuck, though. Remember he was in New Jack City? Yeah, he was, yeah, he was in New Jack City. Like, I like to thank Nido Brown. I like to thank Nido Artist or artist, yes. singer? Not artist. a better singer, but a better artist, yeah. Because he writes. Because he yeah, writes and produces. Johnny Gill better writes. singer. Johnny Gill. But it's you can't, good. like, artists, you can't put the producing in it. Because then we're going to have to compare him to other producers. I'm talking about just as far as artists. We're going to go with the artist. Key Sweat. for song. Key Sweat. I'm taking Key Sweat. I'm taking Now, if you're talking about singing, <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, like Johnny, Gill, Johnny, Gill, Gill, I'll sing, Johnny right. Gill, I'll sing the shit out that motherfucker. And and he was seeing some somebody if he wrote some great shit for him in, in all of his groups. That nigga that's look like Danny. <laughs> no, the problem with Johnny Gill is don't know other man feel comfortable about. being in the studio with him by themselves. <laughs> 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 it's got to be other niggas around when you're in the studio. Man, with studio. nigga. What about if not? He gonna throw. He gonna throw a pass at you. <laughs> <laughs> he, gonna, he gonna throw a pass at you. <laughs> When you know Rob you the right way, you'll fight him. Well, like what you calling him? Like a if Johnny Gill made a pass at you. I think Johnny Gill will get you. What you gonna do? Yeah, yeah, he's he's not you. Uh, I got my money on Johnny, nigga. Y'all get down. You don't think yeah, Johnny Gill can take it from you? I think. I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Take it from him. He not. The nigga show looking mad as hell right now. Nigga gotta kill me, nigga. Show got that lip. I ain't going. I ain't going out. I ain't going out like DeAndre Bonds, nigga. You talking about nigga? This ain't locked up, nigga. Hell no. Get out the way when you try to kick it. Here it comes. Would you would you let Johnny Gill lure you in with a lineup? This nigga crazy. <laughs> 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 what do you think Johnny? What do you think uh, Bobby Brown gonna do? Does, you think he gonna do the Bobby Brown and the versus? Bobby Brown, Brown killed all them niggas. I'm a, I'm a huge right, Bobby Brown I fan. Yeah. I gotta get away. I gotta get away. Bobby Brown ain't on my shit. No, Bobby Brown ain't on that versus with his mouth twisted right now. I don't want no, when Bobby Brown made that made that comeback, when his, when his mouth was twisted though, even though his mouth was twisted, the song was still t- tight though. He got to do my favorite song. What? And I know you're getting bored. Dealing with him. My loving, my loving, do loving. And I know you're getting bored. That nigga did the Heisman dance. That nigga did the Heisman dance. That nigga put his knees up to his chest. That nigga got up there, kind of got up there, like, ha! He did the prime time, nigga. Hey, do that again. I'm like, no, nigga. One more time. Yeah, this nigga trying to play me right now. Yeah, okay, I'll fuck you. So they book you for a session. And you got to stay in the no. studio by yourself with Johnny Gill for three days to get these songs. <laughs> three days. Y'all can't leave. You just you and him, you locked in there. So taking y'all niggas with me. No, you're not. You're with him. Nah, niggas, us. He niggas, gonna tell us. us he niggas. gonna tell us to get in the back. Nah, nah. Nah, nah. 
know is that we're a team. Hell, yeah, we're a team, nigga. As soon as that son nigga leave, he gonna be like, hey, sure, lock the door. Nigga. Hell no. <laughs> he, he gonna be at Dewan, nigga. He gonna lure that nigga in with a Subway sandwich. With <laughs> 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 a fishing pole, nigga. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Your teeth look like your breath stink, nigga. Nah, nigga, stupid, nigga. You stupid. Damn. Hey, that print make look like a million dollars on your shirt, big stomach ass, nigga. And then lure here, Johnny Gill lure show to the studio with the scent of a female donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, show. Come on, show. Almost died, I'm almost dead. Uh, the scent. The scent of a female donkey? A nigga. That's ass right there. <laughs> Craig, Craig. That's Craig. That's Craig. That's human shit, y'all be fucking. This is real. Authentic. That nigga. Great made donkey movie. Not that human shit. Y'all like. Man, he was like, I'm the human shit. Nah, that's that. 100%. Nah. That, nigga, that nigga Craig looked like a black Officer Bar Brady, nigga. Uh, what? Officer Bar Brady? I mean, from South Yeah. <laughs> oh, nigga, y'all niggas ain't had no TV when y'all grew up. God damn. I don't remember. I hate you. I remember South Park. I don't think he looked like Bar Brady. Yeah, nah. <laughs> ah. Authentic. That nigga like, nothing gonna no act like we don't know that shit just wasn't funny. That's why funny. Yeah, good show. Mm-hmm. Hey, Otto, how would Johnny Gill get you to the studio? He would not. Bro, you never buy it, man. He would not. I saw him do that nigga. I'd be like, what? Uh, we uh, we uh, doing this? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was not next. That nigga say, "Come on and braid my hair." How would how would it get those in the studio? How would that? I don't sing, rap, skip, none of that. So, yeah, no reason. Don't have some bitches in the lead. Yeah, oh, you didn't mean bring some girls? I got you. They have a '97 Civic for sale. Charlie already be there. No, Charlie, 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 and I, I seen it uh, we, on Tuesday, I, and then he had the same shirt on on the YouTube. I said, nigga, same shirt. Yeah. You had to say it. Nah, nah. Hey, man, what you going That's through? Oh, I don't know. All right, all right. Nigga, watch his YouTube, nigga. Shout out to my nigga Charlie, man. I just said that to shout him out. Yeah, yeah smash the like button too. Just keep gaining reputation. Man, how would he get Dewan to the studio? <laughs> we already said it. Somebody's how would he get? Yeah, so <laughs> how, how would he get you to the studio? He'd give you a new T-shirt <laughs> or a new nose job, nigga. And it's a nose job. <laughs> <laughs> a Jenny Jackson. <laughs> 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 said I got this to pay for you, Craig. 
He's going to teach you how to moisten your shit. Full hairline and everything. Glisten it. It's like it's like a virgin talking about a porn star. Like, the bitches you be fucking though? Like nigga, the hairline. Can you see? Go ahead, and wrap up the show, man. Auto, tell tell us where tell them where you. Where man, I'm at. I'm on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. On Instagram, it's Autobots, but Autobots everywhere else. Um, check me out, man. A couple songs, finishing up the videos. They'll be out soon. And um, yeah, man, keep keep smashing the like button, man. Keep following, keep sharing. Share this to two people that that have never seen it before. Nah, yeah. Yo, what's good, man? This be your boy, the real DJ Shorty. You know this shit is about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never get to sign out without a joke flying by. You know what I'm saying? But you already know. This be your boy, the real DJ. Be your boy, the real DJ show. Make sure y'all. I already know, nigga. Every time I go up, niggas laugh. But look, check this out. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, the real DJ show. Plan A radio station on my YouTube. And also Twitter, all that other shit, The Real DJ Show. If you need music played or anything like that, hop in the live, my nigga, if your mama not a bitch. And follow everybody on this motherfucking panel. Follow everybody on this panel, nigga. <laughs> Show a grass for lust today. <laughs> 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 they got two for the grass? <laughs> Show got a junkyard dog smile. <laughs> When you go to the beach, kids try to roll you in the water. <laughs> Get him back in. <laughs> Show lost his voice barking too much. Nigga, uh, stupid. Nigga, stupid. Why you lose your voice, damn mailman? Hey, when that nigga got locked up, his favorite place was to do burpees in the shower. Go, show, show me bullshit, man. Go ahead, nigga. I already said my piece. I don't got a gang of illegal liquor in the car. That nigga got that hat. That nigga got a hat with that with a side of moonshine. Authentic tequila, yes. Straight from Mexico. That nigga auto. That nigga auto roller rollerbladed here. That nigga got that hat with a life DVD. And they're like, he sells saxophones. <laughs> saxophone cases. Now, I ain't got the saxophone in there, but you want the case. Wind instruments. <laughs> oh, the cornerstone uh, of success. How do you put them headphones on in that hat? <laughs> you ain't uh, listening to music. Not at the moment. Okay. Uh, Duncan like you roll around in dirt. I'm going to get up get up. That nigga look like a black high hat from the Warriors. I don't know who that is. That's funny. That's funny, nigga. That nigga like Billy Paul, nigga. Randy Knight in Georgia face ass. Me and Mrs. Jones face ass. That nigga dunking like he was a character out of the PJs. You eat nothing but tuna sandwiches all week, nigga. 
You eat one real meal a week, nigga. Uh, the rest of the week is tuna uh, sandwiches. You got them in Ziploc uh, bags, nigga. In the refrigerator. Go. Uh, Dewan like he he uh, Dewan like he uh, was the uh, the stand in for the. Uh, the, the Caterpillar in The Wizard of Oz. Uh-huh. No, Alice in Wonderland. Oh, damn. This, no. nigga, this nigga got infant earrings on right now. earrings That nigga came in the bitch house like, ain't your daughter too big for the mirror? I think Dewan's face is too small for his head. <laughs> I thought you had his one. face is too small. That nigga Dewan got his eyebrows arched, nigga. Got a small face. <laughs> Why your eyebrows so good? You like you lost a fight to Mr. T, nigga. Fuck you. Now you look like you lost a fight to a weight loss program. <laughs> hey, so you like used to be a buffalo in past life? Stupid. You look like a dreaded up bison, nigga. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Come on, man. Hey, that nigga, I know that nigga. You eat bison burgers, fat nigga. Hey, that nigga Otto looks like skates from Streets of Rage, nigga. <laughs> 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 we heard that already. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a repeat. That was a repeat. We said that. We said that about Charlie. No, Charlie. Charlie looked like Nah, you look like that. Because <laughs> you got the headphones on. Who is that? What the fuck is that? That nigga auto. So, what is it? So, what is it, show? What? Do the move. Nah, it's the move. That's uh, if you play Streets of Rage 2. What's, 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 yeah, that's that's the who? Yeah, that's the stuff. Tell them where they find you. Yeah, who's this? That was your joke, nigga. Y'all been reading in that chat, man. Get out that chat, man. Uh, Mr. Underscore Duncan Penny Hughes on Instagram. Uh, fuck with the sapiosexual. Fuck with my uh, clothing line. It's called NerdGangClothing.com. You can go get that real quick. You know what I'm saying? Real real champion sweatshirts, though. Let y'all niggas know. You know what I'm saying? We only fuck with authentic, authentic shit over here. Uh, fuck with my sound packs on Sounds.com. Um, fuck with uh, my nigga Craig shit. You know what I'm saying? Chill Withers. Get my nigga show shit. That nigga got uh, mouth guards coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Custom oh, fit, glow in the dark. I feel you, nigga. Take that oh, I feel you. I feel you, nigga. Nah, but uh, yeah, you look man. like you came oh, out of an NWA movie. Oh, <laughs> 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 only nigga with grandkids. In the background, it's uh, I was just some background. The mob. I'm gonna be in the Bay Area, in the Oakland area, this this uh this weekend. Man. So you know, holla at me, man. Well, Oakland, what up? What up? What up? Everybody, I love everybody, man. Get your back abroad down there, bro. Man, for real. <laughs> Dewan, you gotta sign out twice. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, we know, we know. We just yeah. had to reassure them. <laughs> reassure. <laughs> Everybody bombing. These niggas in here bombing. Y'all yeah, bombing. Y'all niggas, what is it? <laughs> they are bombing. That was funny on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah right. Was today, it wasn't the same. Nigga. Salute to you niggas that was here on Tuesday. Yeah, nigga. Right now, horrible, yeah. nigga. You stealing my nigga DJ show jokes? Get up. Look like Mob J. He already said that already, nigga. Oh, nigga. Yeah, But yeah, you find me I got some good ass. Uh, I, I, had a, I had a dope ass breakdown of how uh, reggae came out of R&B mm. and you know what I mean so go ahead and let, let that shit a lot of people like and ask salute to Tariq for, uh, for mentioning it on this show that breakdown um, I, I got the I got my, oh I got my new playlist out my uh, my soul funk playlist on Spotify go ahead and look that up Incense and Ashtrays 
I got some new incense and ashrays interviews coming up real soon with some legendary artists. And um, my, I got, I want to have another pack of live drum sample packs, loops, and stem, not, no stems, loops, and uh, and grooves coming out real soon. So get ready to buy all that good shit. And yeah, highlight me, y'all. Yeah, man, dope, man. That's been this episode of Craig Facts. Check out the website thecraigsmith.com. Also purchase the merch and the apparel. Um, I love y'all, man. Uh, some hot shit on the way. Can't talk about it, but some dope shit about to happen. Uh, if I owe you something, get it from God. That's been this episode. Peace. God, 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 God. Roll the ball.